Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Monday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. The boys are here. The boys are here. It's a meme Monday. Does anyone do meme Mondays? Did I just make that up? You just made it up. Never heard of it. All right, so on our social media, oh, which, by the way, we are now live on. That's nice. <laughs> Check us out on the show's social media page. Everything is at TalkABQ. We are Facebook live streaming t- uh, from us to you. Get in the chat. The chat does well. So it's a meme Monday. I am Fred Slow. Just another memeic Monday. Oh, oh. That's pretty good, actually. Okay, thank you. We will. I will be here alongside you, friend of the show, until 7 p.m. this evening when this show will become a different show, and that show is True to the Game, hosted by Mike Trujillo, so that will be very exciting for everyone who wants to have live and local sports talk radio until 10 p.m. tonight. Alongside me, the man who almost got memes removed entirely from the internet, Van Nunley. Van, how are you? Uh, I cut back a lot on the offensive memes. They're kind of wholesome now, so doing better. Learned a lot. Learned a lot from uh, the process. Doing well. How are you, buddy? You're talking about the Bob Saget approach. (laughs) I don't think I like that. Yeah. (laughs) Turn it back up? Yeah, turn it up. It's a a shame the Chargers and Raiders couldn't conspire to tie. Robert Gibson is with us. Robert, how are you? Yeah, they. I'm. I'm I'm great despite that game last night. Um, They should have got together. They should have had a little fellowship and say, this is what we're going to do, and made that happen. Is it because if they would have conspired together to tie, then Ben Roethlisberger would have been out of the playoffs and it would have been due to mutual consent, and that would have been the ultimate irony of all irony? Well, yes, but I'm going along the lines of the playoffs need Justin Herbert. That's what I was looking at. It. <laughs> the the uh, NFL needs yeah, him. On it, we need Obviously, him. they don't. We need him. Making the show go round, Michael Vitale. Don't look up. <clears throat> I guess he's not going to get on the microphone. <laughs> well, I asked him to do something. Oh, there's a world of confusion on the production yeah. side right now. He wears a lot of hats. He's a busy guy. We're excited for this one. We had a lot of fun last night at the Bourbon and Boots. You know they're the home of the Raiders, and because the Raiders are playing one more game, so are we. We will be at Bourbon and Boots this upcoming Saturday night as we'll be hosting the Raiders watch party as they take on, I don't even know who, Saturday night in the first round of the NFL playoffs. A world of excitement. Cincinnati Bengals. I'm sure that might be true. Mike. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) The Chargers were a good team. (laughs) They left it all on the field, but they came up a little short. A lot of short. (laughs) They could have colluded Mm -hmm. with the Raiders, yet they did not. And now, yeah. Yeah, they will be watching the NFL playoffs. <clears throat> Every Charger fan said they were like saying "ow" after that loss. See what I did there? Mm-hmm. Uh, it hurt. That hurt. Why call a timeout? Well, I'm glad you brought that up. Do you, are we getting into this now? Yes. Okay, <laughs> just jump right into it. He called timeout because if you saw the play, the receiver Renfro had no one on him. Oh, you mean second-best wide receiver in the NFL, Hunter Winfrey? Second-best in history. Yeah. 
Jerry Rice, Renfro, interchangeable. Well, Steve Largent, then Renfro. Oh, there we go. Then there Jerry go. Rice. There we Coop, go. Cooper Cup. And Cooper Cup. Well, I say Jerry Rice because One and a half. Rice is and, white. So he's <laughs> white rice? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Ed, Ed McCaffrey. <laughs> but there was no one covering him. So he saw that and was like, hold up. They can just throw it to him and go crazy. But like I said, our biggest weakness is stopping the run. Like Mike has pointed out to us, we're like number 50 out of 32 teams. Yeah. So, yeah, that wasn't the case. Third and four, and you're running 10 yards. That's why we lost. He, he got so much crap for that timeout. Yeah, he did. But it was the right play. Had to be. Your defense wasn't lined up. Right. They're at the very fringe of field goal range. It would have been like a 57, 58-yarder right. from where they were. If they gain any more yardage, it's makeable. So you got to get your best defense on the field. I don't see why it's that dumb of a play. The big play we should be talking about is fourth and one on our own 18. Oof. Giving it to a running back who is not known for going between the tackles. Yeah. But they converted 12 different fourth downs. I don't understand yeah. why this is the one you're picking. That's I'm picking that one because that was free points for the Raiders. The, it was three points for the Raiders, and they were free points. The change of the game was playing this cat 74 at right tackle all night, and he don't oh have a clue out there. goodness. He got beat on every play. He was the stepchild I always wanted. I thought the Raiders had Mark Gastineau out there. <laughs> 74 was getting smoked. The real – I think disparaging of the team was not going for two with with expired I time. I agree. And I've talked about this once, twice, a thousand times over. You have to score again no matter what to win. Why don't you just score from the two? Forget overtime. Yes. Forget going a whole field. Forget beating a team that has won, what was it, four in a row. Yeah. And they seem like a team of weird manifest destiny. I say you go for two right there because you either win it right there or you lose. And here's the thing. That's what we have to do anyways in overtime. Right. Well, um, when you said that to me last night, I was like, no, we got to go to overtime because I was like, I want the tie. But looking at it, if you're going to be that aggressive, you have to go for it. We had all the momentum. Got a fourth and 21. Got four, four, well, not four, six first, first downs off of fourth and like tens in a row. So, yeah, they were on their heels, line it up, and, and let Herbert see what he can win the game. Yeah, I agree. Go for it in that moment. I mean, you trust your team. You've played 16 and 59 60th football games all year. <laughs> you know your playbook. Your The coaching staff has these drawn up. You pick your best play and go for the win. Well, and everyone knows you have a part of the playbook with just – I mean, watching last night, watching um, the Miami Dolphins run all these, like, trick plays and watching all these – like, every team's yeah. got these. Yeah. Like, just put one in. Just yeah. go. Like, where's – Where's your – what's that play called? The hidden Philadelphia play or whatever it is? Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like Philly where, special. The Philly, Philly special. Philly special. <laughs> the like, hidden Philadelphia. <laughs> like, where are all these at? Like, because you got them. I know you got them. Yeah, Just have. use them, San Diego. They got multiple. Scared. They have one thing going against them, though. What's that? You need two yards. They have a Hunter Renfro-sized hole on that Chargers roster. Hmm. <laughs> Well, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are both big, and they're both on the outside. I don't know this rookie kid who caught some balls, number five. Palmer, he's great. He's huge. He's a big body as well. 
Williams came up with a, I don't know, about a ton of like fourth down catches. Mike Williams, he was really clutch there in the end for the Chargers. Well, he did drop that touchdown yeah, in did. overtime. <laughs> that ball was fourth. right in the numbers. Yeah, that was kind of perfect. A lot of opportunities the Chargers had, I thought. Yeah, they did. From the live chat on the live stream, Tony Martinez says, how many fourth downs did they go for? And not go for two? I'm on the same. I'm on. Yeah, I'm on same. Team six Tony of, here. Six same. of seven. Six of seven. All of yeah. us. That's. A, and all six of them, they converted in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and they were like fourth and ten, fourth twenty-one. Like. Well, they suck at go. They suck at getting two yards. Well, they, if they, they they said like, hey, can we run this two-point conversion from the ten? Like, <laughs> we're really good at these fourth and tens. We don't want to get two yards. We can't do that. Yeah. I don't know if I have it exactly correct, but my recollection is the six that they converted. Are all Herbert plays the they one that they are. don't is a handoff. Thank you, and that's the game, right? Because like, you. like he, you know what the Chargers are six for six when Herbert has the ball. Six it's, for six, one hundred and six yards and a touchdown in the fourth quarter, all on fourth downs. That's crazy. And the running back Eckler, oh for forget about it. Yeah, he's yeah. he's not that. He's not a pound guy. No, yeah, he's no. not that type of guy. No, you can, hey, give him a little screen, give him a little bubble, exactly. sneak him out. Exactly that. One of the best at or near most entertaining football games I've watched in some time. Some time. Yes. All the way down to the end. World of excitement. Being able to do it at Bourbon and Boots with um, Packed House. So good job also a Raiders fan here in town of like creating your own social pods. Oh, yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was nice. Because we're there. The boys are there. We got our own little pod. Yep. Everyone else has their own pod. We're like, hey, we're giving away Lobos tickets. And then you are folding them into paper airplanes and throwing them to people across the room. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, that's very smart. Our friend Dylan Storm brought the hot dog cannon. We're shooting Lobo yes. tickets with a hot dog cannon across Bourbon and Boots. Such a fan of his energy. As we were at Bourbon and Boots last night, uh, we all, basically our cell phones all go crazy at the same time on the passing of Bob Saget. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <sighs> Moment of silence. Whatever. Can play taps again? Whatever happened to predictability? <laughs> That's one of those, like, I guess it's one of those where were you moments? Because, I mean, Bob Saget was a part of our lives, right? Yes. Yeah. Big part. Big of time. Yeah. Big time. And a lot of different avenues as well. Van's a big aristocrats guy. I love the aristocrats joke. You rave about I, the aristocrats. I love the half-baked. Yeah. I wish I could I wish I could quote him on air right now, but no, I can't. No, no. I cannot hey, do that. Calm down. I can't quote anything except for Full House on this program. <laughs> I could do the stylings of America's Funniest Home Video voices, mm. but, I mean, there's not, like, a quote from America's Yeah, Home. no. Yeah. Who will be tonight's $10,000 winner? But I don't even think that's him. That's, like, the... This this is gonna sound a little selfish of me. Yeah. But I better him than me. I really hope that's the default answer, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> I I really hope that he died in a hilarious fashion. He did not. Like he went out in a, a way. Is that wait, wait. But we that, don't we don't know possible? yet. We don't know yet. Yeah, is it well, possible? Yeah. They said today. Um, is, that, is it possible to die in a hilarious fashion? Let, like for the outside people who aren't close, it's funny. But Hilarious across the board. Uh, there are some hilarious ways to go. Sure. Okay. Hey, did you see punch. the? Did you see the Colts yesterday? Ooh. So I'd say that's one. Ooh. I got to yeah. be honest with you. I seriously believe that the reason they lost was all those fans coming dressed up yes. as clowns. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrifying. And then they won. They were embarrassed into success. It wasn't even <laughs> a close game either. Ooh. Ouch. I, I was I was telling Robert earlier that um. 
a perfect game, if you're going by QBR, a perfect game is exactly 100. An average game is exactly 50. If you don't show up and play a snap, your quarterback rating is zero. So in a win-or-get-in game for the Colts and Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz threw a 4.4. Wow. So you could have just let any anyone else from the crowd so play our, quarterback. So our QBR and was 4.4 less than his. <laughs> Basically. Because it's zero, right? Zero is not playing whatsoever. Okay, that's us. So he was and barely better. Was... Yeah, but barely better than us at Bourbon and Boots. Yeah. Oh, when you say us, you mean us. 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 Right us. Oh, I thought you meant the Chargers. Oh, no. I know, uh, you're, I know you're a us guy when you're talking about sports. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I am a, one of those we, people. Uh, just put a bow on it because it's sad. There's not a ton of jokes. Um, the Orange County Sheriff's Department uh, said they found Bob Saget unresponsive in his hotel room. No looks of foul play or drug abuse. So mm. It's nice of them to make mention Allegedly. of that because – That's what's out now. I'm just saying that's what they're saying. Yeah. I'm saying that's what they're saying. Maybe he did. I mean, he performed the night before. Yeah. Maybe it, he had his best set ever. I hope it's not. Um, there's been a rash of comedians passing away with that, the the drug that's like on site. You're you're dying. The fentanyl. The fentanyl. fentanyl. Yeah. So I'm hoping that's not it because it's there's not, been it's been a lot of uh, Southern California comedians dying suddenly because of that. Well, what kind of hotel was he staying at? Depending on how ghetto the hotel, it could have been like fentanyl in the sheets or something. I mean, that's not untrue. It's not I, untrue. I, I'm not. I'm not one to to say or predict or whatever. But it's yeah, just sad one. That's a sad one. That's it one is, from the man. yeah. All right, grab a break. When we get back, uh, let's just blow this hour out with NFL talk. There's a lot going on. Uh, obviously, we'll hit Antonio Brown today. There's some stuff going on tonight. If you're a fan of college football, we'll talk about the national championship game. NBA's back in the news. Um, It's a good one. It was a good weekend of sports. It'll be a good program today. I am Fred Slow, alongside me, Van, alongside him, Robert. Dave Busters presents Two Men On, live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We are powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico, spend our evenings at O'Neill's, and our weekends at the Electric Playhouse. It's 95.9 FM, AM 610, D Sports Animal. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of all ages, Two Men On proudly brings to you a podcast that can be reviewed. Hey, friends of the show, we need 100 reviews. And we're talking Ron Burgundy rules here. Whatever you review, we will read. Our 100 review special as soon as we hit the benchmark. Log into iTunes and give us the five-star ratings on Spotify and wherever you download your podcast. Ben gets the snap. He's back. He waits. He fires a pass. It's caught first down at the 31 by Ray Ray McLeod. Here it is in overtime to try to win it. A 36-yard effort for the magic of Boz, the young man from Rice. The ball is down. The kick is on its way. The kick is up. The kick is good. And the Pittsburgh Steelers have defeated the Baltimore Ravens. And the Steelers are headed for playoff land. Well, that was nice, huh? That's nice. I think that's cool. That's a good story. I like the story of the Sunday night game tying. I like that story better because I kind of got a little mean streak in me. I like to see people <laughs> angry sometimes. Yeah. But Big Ben getting in in his most likely final year is a great story. 
Yeah, it, it's good until they figured out who they're playing. I get smoked. <laughs> I get smoked by forty. From the chat, friend of the show, Vernon Coots says Jags got a big win. Can you guys believe the Colts traded a first round pick for Carson Wentz? Being serious, like, I didn't know that. It's the dumbest thing you ever seen, right? Oh like, wow! It was a third round pick, but then he hit all those whatever multipliers, mm-hmm. daily doubles. <sighs> just dumb, just so dumb. Shout out to Vernon being the only Jags fans that I ever known. So I'm a Jags fan since the Rams really? left. Yeah, so since the Rams left St. Louis, I be I adapt I adopted becoming a Jags fan because. Every NFL team voted for Stan Kroenke moving the Rams to L.A., except mm. for Shad Khan. He voted uh, against. Got you. So then I became a Jacksonville Jaguars fan. I thought, it, I thought it was because his son runs AEW Wrestling. That's just ended up being a bonus. Ah, uh, okay. And thus the Gardner Minshew. Obsession. Got you. Okay. Now it makes sense. Got you. Also, we went to the same college. Part of the so, obsession. shout out to Vernon being the only real Jags fan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You should have seen it last night at Bourbon and Boots. I know you had to leave early. Oh, oh he left right when it got cooking. Yeah. Yeah. So, like in the fourth. It was, it was already cooking. <sighs> okay. So you have a chair, right? And you sit in a chair and you're watching a football game. And this is Robert. He's watching the game. And then it'd be fourth down and it's Herbert. <laughs> and he puts his knees on his elbows and like leans forward <laughs> and starts watching. <laughs> like, like, you know, like he's playing Madden. Yeah. It's exactly. like, it's like, okay, now I'm play- yeah. And it was, this was happening. Every four days. Every, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Joining us on the show, friend of the show, Quan's Auto Care Hotline. Howard, how are you, buddy? Gentlemen, how you doing? Do you enjoy some crazy football this weekend? Oh, Howard. Gosh. More like coward. Why don't you come down to Bourbon and Boots and hang with the boys? That's a good one. Whoa, man. Are you throwing out? Oh, my goodness. Come on, man. <laughs> I had an extra coffee after lunch. I'm, I'm sorry for yelling. Yeah, you're all right, man. Hey, um. <laughs> One thing that I don't even know if you guys have touched on it yet, but the biggest travesty I would like to uh, bring up right now is Brian Flores getting Same. fired by the Dolphins. Same. Yes. Had to go. Why did he have to go? Explain yourself. They were 1-7 and seven to start the season. Yeah, and he reeled off 8 out of 9. Well, I mean, he, and beat New England twice. Twice. There you go. Yeah. That that Thank affords you. you for the first time in 22 years. That affords you at least two more. Oh my times. god, you can I can't believe you, Fred. I cannot. But hey. Robert talked some sense into him. He got yeah. got to yeah. go on his shield though. He's a big winner at the end, so that was exciting. <laughs> Look, Brian Flores is not going to be unemployed for very long. No, not there's at a all. line of people waiting to snatch him Chicago. up. Chicago. The answer is Chicago. Yeah. That's where he now, needs to. No, I don't know. I I'd, I'd say maybe uh the Raiders. Ooh. That'd well, be good. I don't that think they're going to make a move. I think they're going to yeah. take that interim tag off. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, that would be the thing to do. He, I, I do believe he earned it getting him into the playoffs. But Brian Flores is not going to remain unemployed very long. Somebody nope. should have hired him already. I, Once they heard that uh, he got fired, somebody should have been ringing his phone <laughs> off the hook and getting him inked up. I'm not that guy to be that guy and usually don't get a lot of super hot sports takes from me. But I'm not impressed by Brian Flores beating New England twice. When Brian Flores used to coach in New England and knows everything about Bill Belichick, that's not a big surprise to me. Like, that seems like mm. something you should do. Mm. Still Belichick. That's a tough sell today, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. You can't you, start your year 1-7 and seven and still be the coach. 
Howard, you act like this is the first day you're listening. <laughs> you think Fred's not this? This is true. Clint Eastwood oh, on, guys, really, on the rocking chair on the porch. Like that, Robert, I'm going to appeal to your sense of reason. Yes. You turn it around and go eight out of nine. I mean, come on. I look at you laughing on the screen here, Robert. What's so funny, man? Come on. No, no. You, I'm got, a, you realize I'm, you guys are live now. I'm, I'm a. <laughs> <laughs> you might have a delay, but I was laughing at. I was laughing at your take on Fred, but. I agree with you. Flores, he did what he had to do, especially with that team. People forget, they were flip-flopping quarterbacks. They had a lot of injuries for them to do what they did in the second half of the season. He should be back at least for next year. They they got hit by Thank COVID. Thank you. I agree. I think he deserved one more year. Yeah. Now, the rest of the fires in the NFL, I agree with them wholeheartedly. Now, I've noticed. Although, I don't know how Joe Judge is hanging on to his job, but he uh, mercifully is, I guess. I'll give it a day. I noticed that the yeah. hashtag uh, Fred to the Fins is trending because I could coach the Dolphins. Like, it's not. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, well, what do you guys think about my Cowboys-Niners matchup? Historic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. this is, yeah, because name name value alone, it's yeah. the biggest blockbuster of the year. Goodell is just drooling okay. over and, this uh, matchup. You know, I will be taking uh, bets for drinks uh, towards the end of the week if you guys would care to wager against my boys. This uh, I will put a wager on, and the only way to redeem these drinks will be Saturday at Bourbon and Boots at two thirty, as the Raiders are playing against the Cincinnati Bengals on their like fifteen different televisions with socially distant pods of people. Well, I think that might be able to it might be arranged. It might happen. Will Van be there? You know it, baby. It, it depends. Is it a deal breaker? Oh, well, I'll go anyway. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Later, guys. <laughs> Thanks, Howard. <clears throat> I agree with him. Flores has no business being unemployed right now. Well, the GM should go. He had a lot of you know, marginal quarterbacks he picked up in the draft. He did bad choice of, of getting those draft picks, those first-rounders. Hey, it's because of him we have Herbert, so I like him. All of all of the GM's picks were busts except for Waddle like the past three years. He yep. had a single good pick. <sighs> That's not wrong. That's a good take. The AFC – is so weird with like where your teams are at the top. Let's why is why is Pittsburgh not dead? Why is yeah, why is Las Vegas not dead? Why are these where did Cincinnati come from? Like you have the three that should probably be there New England, Tennessee, Kansas City. Yeah, good for Buffalo for being where they are. I can't say they shouldn't be there, but how far off are the Dolphins from weird stuff? They're not very far. Like you could, they were a game away. Yeah. And it, yeah, they were a game away. In the weirdest league. It's not yeah. like the NFC where you knew from midpoint. Yeah, I think leadership is the difference, and I say that when meaning the players. If you got a good locker room, that carries you too. Well, you make a good point, Mike. Because think about all those teams you named. There's a bunch of young quarterbacks who are leading the the locker room, and they don't know. They're just going as they go. The craziest part to me in the AFC is the team with the best record. By far has the worst quarterback. Yes. What? Yes. What? Thank you. Thank you. Make that make sense to me. Mike Vrabel's the coach of the year. That's how. I don't know if he is. Mm. Not only is like Tannenhill like a big arm game changer quarterback, he lost his number one wide receiver, his number two wide receiver, the best running back in football, a lot of defensive pieces, and he still kept winning. He well, ain't that bad. Well. With them, their two strengths are their defense and offensive line. Long as those two stayed in intact, they were good. Yeah, that, good point. Along the yeah. along the line, they're pretty good. 
And Tannehill came into the NFL a veteran. He's like 30 his rookie year. <laughs> <For real. laughs> and they win their games because they control the line of scrimmage, Robert. Yeah. Time of possession, all that old school stuff. All those years in Miami, too, those, are, those count as double. Because you get beat up so bad mm-hmm. by the best guys at it for yeah. so long. We're just city miles. Yeah. I think, and just hear me out, if you're like Brian Flores of the Dolphins, you got fired, but you didn't get fired because you're Brian Flores, the head coach of the Dolphins. You got fired because you can't figure out your quarterback situation. And that's every – we're going to go through coaches here in a little bit. That's every team. That's almost. Who is it not true about? That's what I'm saying. I I think you have to have – you have to put them – you have to tie them together. They created that, though. Miami created that themselves. Could have kept Tannenhill, I guess. They – Kept flip-flopping every time the question comes up. Ah, we're with them. I don't know. We're looking at this guy. Right. They created that. So that's on them. And they did like many rebuilds over and over again. Yep. You either go all the way in yeah. one way or the other. You exactly. either burn it to the ground and start over or you go all in. And they kept doing like these mini rebuilds, yep. getting, getting rid of star players. How many games did they win? Eight or seven? Nine? Seven, eight, nine? Uh, nine and eight. Okay, nine and eight. Oh, I'm telling you that Ryan Fitzpatrick wins you at least one more game. Two. He probably wins you two. Two. Wow. I forgot all about him. Yeah, I picked Washington to go to the playoffs this year yeah. because they had Fitzmagic. Yeah, thanks I was to like, us. finally, he gets a starting job with a good roster. How, this is Fitzmagic's year. We took him out game like week, one. week two, week one. Week one. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't well, finish the first When you lose your game. first seven games of the season and you go on to win eight of your last nine, that says something about the coach. I think that was the wrong thing to do was to get rid of Flores. Uh, dumb. From the live chat on the live stream, Howard says, it's not that he can't figure out the quarterback situation. The GM force-fed him to him. And there's some truth there, too. True. So, like, if you're a coach, you have to, like, write that in a contract, right? Where you're like, hey, if you, GM, are making me play this player and I don't think they're the best player at the time, guarantee my contract. Pay me out for the remainder. You've uh, you got to start making those kind of moves. Yeah, but it's still Brian Flores. I don't think he can put that in his contract. The team loves him. The locker room loves him. There's been no drama, no Raiders stuff going on. That's the on. problem. They need Raiders stuff. That gets you to the playoffs. They need yeah. Raiders stuff. <laughs> or a better roster. More NFL talk when we get back from the break. We're two men on 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. Hey, friends of the show. We want to thank you for downloading the podcast. Two years in, and we wouldn't be here without you. To keep going strong, we're going to need your five-star ratings and your reviews. Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you listen to us, give us a review or two. Here's what we're doing, loyal listener. We need your reviews. It helps the show grow, and it helps us get better by getting your constructive criticism and or complete hatred. After 100 reviews, we'll do a special show where we read your reviews back to you. Back live on the program. Back live in your ears. Making our way through all this Black Monday stuff. Go ahead, Robert. It's 2022. Say it. Hey, that's a good thing for okay, me. Okay, thank you. At least we get a day and a month. <laughs> you can actually, act- actually, that makes a month because February is short. <laughs> <laughs> no, you need, you need one more day. One more day? All right. One more day. Well, luckily for you, 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 you got Black a, Monday. You got Black get a, Friday. Can we, get, yeah, a, can we go, get a Nubian Wednesday or something? You go by the 13th month calendar. It's different. <laughs> That's a good one, Mike. That's an excellent, excellent callback. Yeah, that's that's why Vital's the best in the yeah, business. Yeah, right not even close. 
I was. This is a real story from Friday night by Tal. So I leave the show. I go home, and you know, aside from like work stuff, I'm I'm out. Like I'm I'm working home only. Like so that's if we're not live from somewhere or doing something, I'm just straight at the house. So, anyways, uh, I'm headed home, and I stop in at a local eatery. I stop in at the Panda Express. Are you guys familiar with the Panda Express? Sure. Cool. Yeah. So I stop in at the Panda Express, and it's the one on Eubank over there on the highway or whatever. So, anyways, as I'm checking out, they have glass bottle Coca Colas. And I'm like, oh, glass bottle Coca-Cola's. I, you know, I buy those all the time for my producer. Like, he loves them. It's the best. And the guy's like, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I, you know, I host this talk show, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, is your, is your producer Mike Vitale? And I was Aww. like, yeah. yeah. Like, the best. Didn't ask who I was. Didn't ask if, who <laughs> Van was. Didn't ask who Robert was. But he's a big Mike Vitale fan. So I believe his name was Brian. So shout out to Brian at the Pan Express. That's Thanks, Brian. Up. I hope I get paid. <laughs> get that Venmo. So anyway, that was kind of a laugh. Actually, Brian gave you a Mexican Coke in the glass bottle, but Fred drank it. Yeah, I drank it. He so totally drank it. That's... Oh, no, that's cool. That's not true. <laughs> he, <laughs> he drank it and laughed maniacally. <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguar fans dress up as clowns this past Jaguars. weekend. Jaguars. Jaguars. And it actually was a circus with the play on the field from the Colts. So they took themselves out of the playoffs, and that created – this playoff picture. I want to start. Uh, I, did you want to go by day or by conference? Uh, you choose. Let's go by day. Okay. Day, yeah. Super wild card weekend. Raiders at Bengals. The number five seed Raiders going to the number four seed Bengals. Ooh. It's going to be a tough day for the silver and black. The It's a rematch. So last time they played, it was a blowout, right? So Bengals low 30s, Raiders low, low teens. Yeah. <sighs> Raiders got momentum. Day, day. Cool. Look, this <laughs> cool. <clears throat> this is the only lower seed that I think has a legitimate chance. I think mm-hmm. every higher seed, every home team, is the favorite this weekend. But I think the Raiders, the dudes are playing on house money. Yeah. If okay, if the Raiders bring those same holograms that they pulled out last night, uh, they need to. If they bring out the John Madden hologram, there was a John Madden hologram. No, but I'm just saying. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they bring out the Al Davis hologram and the Tupac hologram. They will win every game and win the Super Bowl. But this game right here, I don't know, man. This is because the Bengals. We've seen the best of the Bengals, and we've seen the worst every other week. It seems like I don't know. Um, I'm gonna go with the Bengals on that one. By a lot, <laughs> by a lot, by a lot. Just because they're home, and they're they've been playing really good the last couple weeks. They're still riding high off of that Kansas City win. Well, I couldn't disagree anymore. Yeah, mm. loyal I, listener, you heard me on here. <laughs> call out the silver and black, taking down the favorite Chargers to sneak into the playoffs, and they're gonna do it again. The Bengals are good. Joe Burrow's the truth. Chase might be the second-best wide receiver in football. Statistically speaking, he's the second-best rookie in the history of all football because he finished second in all season or in rookie season reception yards by 18 yards. Oh, wow. And he only played two series, so he could have easily got it in the final game. Could have got it. Now, to be fair. Uh, To be fair. To be fair. Week 17 and the record wouldn't have counted anyways, and that's what I would have been saying on air. Asterisk. Oh, you one of those? Oh, yeah, I am. 100% I am. Come on. You got to put a line in the sand uh-huh. this year. Come is, on. These records aren't the same anymore. It's literally numbers mean nothing. 
Tom Brady's only the second quarterback ever to pass for 5,000 yards twice in a season. Well, he had an extra game. <laughs> twice. twice. Still only did it once. Yeah. <laughs> you know, compar- like num- numerically speaking, okay, so Dr- <laughs> Drew Brees is the greatest quarterback of all time, and you can ask any Superchargers fan. The, and I'm just like, no. Yeah. Well, the problem with it is because that's like one of the metrics that they use for the Hall of Fame. Now, where are they going to move that bar? With all these extra games and extra opportunities. Well, I'll tell you where, because forget Hall of Fame. Hall of Famous is what this thing is. You put in guy, you put in Gardner Minshew. You put in Tim Tebow. You put in guys that are famous. I don't care about Ooh. what they do on the field. I want guys that move the move the meter. Give me the Roman Reigns of this thing. I don't want to talk about Hulk Hogan. Yeah, you're talking Joe Namath. Yeah, yeah. Put Joe Namath. There we in. go. Joe Namath ain't in for. See, is the, on the field play. That's the problem. The time for those guys to get in has very much passed because people are so hung up on the numbers. Joe Namath only had one I know. season. Exactly. More touchdowns and, than interceptions. Exactly. When you, when you say people, you're talking about like NFL writers. Yeah, yeah. Coach. All right, yeah. well, here's what they are. They're losers. Yeah. Those are nerds. Yeah. Like, guy who exactly. loves. Exactly. That's the numbers people. Yeah. yeah. If you love NFL stat, if you're like, Fred, did you know that Joe Burrow in games after it's 33 degrees the day previously, he throws for 4,500? No, I don't know that. And you know why? Because it's a stupid stat. You make up stat for anything. T.J. Watt is not the best defensive end I've ever seen. I promise you. Yes. 22 and a half sacks as he is. He's not. Also, we got an, also he got game, an extra game. Which also, yeah. 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 That's why Michael Strahan, who is very famous, mm-hmm. is the best defensive end of all time. You it's put, about wins, no, not silly. numbers. It's not about wins. It's about who hosts Good Morning America. Hmm. Well, if you're like me and a fan of a team that has no Super Bowls, <laughs> I'm going with the numbers, all right? Ladanian <laughs> Tomlinson's yes. the GOAT. I'm, I'm pulling out any stat that will pull my team into favor anywhere. You know how many fantasy points Ladanian got go. in 08, bro? He's the all-time Running back for fantasy. When you like, com- that's me. When you compare LaDainian Tomlinson and Priest Holmes, no. <laughs> Stop talking to me like that. Stop talking to me about guys from 18 years ago. First off, I find this whole conversation wildly offensive. <laughs> oh, <laughs> because I'm 100% that guy, but with baseball. Oh, yeah. Hey, look, hey, look, man. He's he's got a 126 OPS in the month of June when he's on the road. He's he, you got to just walk the guy. That's me. When he's that's com- me. When he's coming off three days rest and then for road game, you know he's going to do well because he travels the day before the team gets there, and that allows him to rest in the hotel. There you he's, go. he's got an ERA of .50 on uh, uh, outings that he only has three outs. So when he has a fourth out, he's got an ERA over five. And games that he wears his Rawlings <laughs> mitt instead of his Worth mitt, he uh, he gets two point three outs more per inning. But you can only get three out. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like that's he's a two thirty seven hitter when he plays on cross country flights the next day. Uh huh. <laughs> on days that Marvel films break Bacchus off his <laughs> records, he uh he's never lost an away game against an opposing pitcher who had all five fingers. The, you're day, like, the day after some guy wins, t- uh, who wants to be a millionaire, he always hits a home run. Yeah. On days that it's Ken Jennings and not the girl from Blossom hosting Jeopardy, <laughs> the he, uh, girl from Blossom, <laughs> he's, he's very good. And you're like, what? very good. How's that a stat? I'm glad you call her the girl from Blossom. I just call her Blossom. <laughs> I, <laughs> it's just Blossom. Blossom.
Did she play Blossom? Yeah, I, yeah, I literally don't know. Yeah, Blossom. <laughs> when we get back, more Punky Brewster talk. Dave Busters <laughs> presents Two Men On, live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA Central New Mexico, spend our nights at O'Neill's, and our weekends at the Electric Playhouse. It's 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Back on the program. <laughs> so, there's a lot of ways to connect with the show, right? There's like a lot. We're on the live stream. You can connect with us on the live stream yeah. at Facebook Live. Find the boys on Facebook, Two Men On. Also, we have the texter, 505-246-0610. Also, we have the Sports Animal Facebook page. Like We get a lot of messages there. You know, it, I don't check that one a lot. I check it all the time. You know, I'm going to – okay, you do that. Yeah, I you already keep, do. You keep doing that. Yeah. Since I am not whatsoever doing that. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm a very invested sports talk show host when it comes to the feedback of the friends of the show. Yeah, because yeah. you're always fishing for compliments. Well Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Do you think there's more compliments or do you think there's more uh, more cheers or jeers, fan? A watch pot never boils, Fred. Mm. Yeah. That's the thing, too, about, like, the texter or, like, the live stream chats where it'll be like, you know we can read this, right? Like, you, this doesn't go to some think tank office somewhere at corporate cumulus media. I'm reading these things you are saying about me to what you believe is not me. Well, do you think that they actually want you to react to it once you're reading it on air? Sure. And they're like, yes. I will break him out of the professionalism. Well, no one's ever accused. We we got a couple trolls. Yeah. Yeah, we got a couple trolls trying to poke us a little bit. Yeah, I like that, though. Sometimes I take the bait. This, Yeah. you. I've seen you get more worked up than a human being should off the opinion of a stranger that you've <laughs> never met. Absolutely. To be fair. Um, to be fair. Uh, to be fair. I see you get mad at stoplights. I see you get mad at like all kinds of things that you have no control Dude, over. This butterfly pissed me off so bad yeah. the other day. What? <laughs> Who gets mad at a butterfly? <laughs> so it'll be something really existential. Van will be like, you know, just the effects of it. Yeah. And I'm like, are you are you just connecting an Aston Kutcher movie to seeing a butterfly? <laughs> yeah. Also, you don't know this, Vital, because you were afraid to ever go out in public with us because you don't enjoy our company outside of the professional environment. Oh, come on. Van reads an entire menu, even though he's a even though he's vegetarian, and this infuriates me. About oh my god! I'm just going to put it all out there right now. I've, I, I've witnessed this. Yes, I've witnessed this. I know you're not going to get anything from the meat portion of the menu. Why are you even wasting your time and reading it? And he looks at all <laughs> of he them. He looks at it all. <laughs> well, before cell phones, I used to have just a stack of menus on the toilet. So um, that's kind of my thing. What does that mean? What? <laughs> you never you never read the back of a shampoo bottle before you had a cell phone, Mike. Wow. Van <laughs> and Robert and I are enjoying a business meeting at the Cracker Barrel the other day. And the Cracker Barrel has impossible sausages. That should be it for Van. That's it. This should be done. You should know what you're getting you're at that point. You're in that little corner of the menu. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, hey, guys, I got sirloin steak. <laughs> yes, Van. Yeah, you should have zero concern over that. But see, at first, I thought he was doing that to look out for me or us. Yeah. Like, hey, just so you meat eaters know, mm -hmm. this is what they have. Now I'm like, what is he doing? Like, why is he even looking at this? Leave me alone, Harold. I'll read the menu if I want to read the menu. 
And Van, so Van can cook a little bit too. So he'd be like, he'd be like, you know, if I was making a breakfast steak, what I would do is I would first of all, I'd saute some mushrooms. And we're like, it's not, it's not dinner, Van. It's breakfast. <laughs> yeah, you got. Wait, you have to brown the outside, and then you're gonna want to bake. Van, you eat Impossible sausages. Stop. Stop talking to me about my meat. And and that one scenario we're referring to, I was looking. How many ways could I parlay <laughs> this impossible sausage into other meals? Ah. Yeah. I didn't want to be that guy. Well, you are that guy. Especially when you were treating me that day. It's It was a business meeting. Yeah. I guess it's treating myself technically because business account paid for it. The, no, it was a gift card, oh, it was a gift card. given to me Yeah. by, by a, a friend or family member I don't recall. He was gift card shorty that day. Yeah. He was like, yeah, whatever you want. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> You can have whatever you like. Who, who live like this? Hey. Uh, you think it's impossible I use this gift card? How about this impossible sausage? <laughs> then we only got two minutes, so we'll start to tell you what we're going to preview, and then at the top of the hour we will preview. Patriots at Bills, which I think is going to be the best game. Me too. I yeah. agree. I think it's going to be the closest game. It, this is the one where I'm like, I will watch the entirety of this. Because yeah. at Bourbon and Boots, what I will do is enjoy the atmosphere and the camaraderie yeah. and the the salutations of others. But Patriots and Bills are going to catch my eye. A rookie quarterback starting for Belichick. That's going to be interesting. It's crazy. It's got Brady written all over it. Oh, man. When, a team play, when teams play three times, they fight. Oh, yeah. That's it. Yeah, like, it, it, it might not be a fist fight, but it'll be. Yes, it's a little more physical. Exactly. Five five out of these six games are rematches, and two out of the six are division rivals. So it'll be the third time they played. I love everything about that. Then we will hit the following. So this is weird, guys. So there's four more games because it's Super Wild Card Weekend. Don't know how they got to that definition, and then also poor branding. What do you mean? I just I'm. You don't want the super on it. Well, here's one. Alliteration is important to me. You already oh. have wild card and weekend. Can yeah. we not come up with anything better? Wacky. Ah. We, I'm just throwing one out. That's okay. not the one. Okay, I was about to say. You got to do something there. WWW is safe. Yeah. Should have went with it. Could have went with it. When we get back, we're going to break down the Patriots and the Bills, and we're going to talk about uh, these two division rivals playing for the third time, which I'm very excited about. I'm missing something. What was at the top of the hour? I'll figure it out during the break. Sure. We're two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Next up to bat, your five-star review for two men on wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, friend of the show, we need 100 reviews. Why 100? I don't know. Just do it. So whatever you listen to our show on, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, leave us a review. It goes a long way to help improve the show. Back on the program. Welcome to 5 o'clock. Welcome to quitting time. Welcome to the program. All right, boys. So here's what I'm seeing. Here's what I'm thinking. Holla. So you guys know I always got the social media. Mm-hmm. And someone here at the cluster four hours ago mm-hmm. shared the CBS Sports story on Brian Flores being fired. And a fan of 95.9 FM, AM 610, The Sports Animal, says, quote, I'm amazed at this firing, and it speaks to double standards that many NFL teams have when it comes to people of color as head coaches. 
had an injured quarterback, and he still managed to have his team treading in the right direction. He proved that he knew what he was doing by turning the Dolphins into a winning team. I just hope someone gives him a second chance and his new team beats the Dolphins every time that his new team plays them. Hashtag hidden racism. What I'm taking from this is hashtag hidden racism and <clears throat> speaks to the double standard that many NFL teams have when it comes to people of color as a head coach. Boys, um, any rows to this boat? Go ahead, man. I'm going to say no until there's more data. And there's got to be some smoking gun where the owner or GM is racist. The only thing I could find on Stephen Ross is that he's a Trump supporter and donated $12 million to the Trump campaign over a course of a couple years. Every billionaire owner of a football team. I was going to say, that's a classism Every, thing. Yeah, exactly. See, that's more class than mm-hmm. race. Yeah. But also, he committed $13 million to uh, Rise, a, a nonprofit that he created to address systemic inequality and racism. So he donated $1 million more to anti-racism than to racism. So I think that says a tiny bit. <laughs> Will that be on the internet? Can you go to the racism funding? Yeah. <laughs> Who's the top ten? Uh-huh. Uh, with me, I was thinking about this earlier. I was debating on if I was going to touch on this, so I'm glad that um, the listener friend of the show did. Yeah. Um, with this, I'm with you, Van. No, because racism or racists don't give you a chance in the first place. That's the one. Uh, and I got two words as well, Marvin Lewis. All right, as long look, I I know that can be the low hanging fruit for a lot of people, but in this case, I don't see it at all. Um, he could have went other other avenues. I'll give another name: Eric Bieniemy. Mm-hmm. This guy should be number one choice for whoever is looking for a head coach anywhere. You could go that route, but this story right here, I'm with you, Van. They need there's needs to be more found out because I think that's a big word to be throwing out, you know, especially when it comes to um, NFL ownership. Well, and it, there's a little bit of a weird idea behind it too because like uh, you guys are familiar with the Rooney Rule. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Sure. So if you're a friend of the show and you're not the 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 base the smallest part of it is uh, with the Rooney Rule is you just have to interview a person of color for basically every position in your building, like basically. Head coach is the one that it gets the most fixation on. Yeah. But it goes with coordinators. It goes with all kinds of stuff. Um, and it served really well, like um, specifically the African-American community, but people of color community. And the prime example is uh, Tomlin. Tomlin. The head coach for Pittsburgh. Yeah. Because he was not going to get the Pittsburgh job after Bill, don't call me Jason Martinez, Cower stepped down. Mm-hmm. Because they were like, hey, we're going to bring in the guy from Tampa Bay. You know, he maybe, maybe. And he came and just knocked the socks off of it. Yeah. Right. And so you put in, like, these excellent, like, rules and regulations of getting people in. But I'm going to tell you right now, Brian Flores didn't get this job because of the Rooney rule. Brian Flores got this job because he's a very good coach. Yeah, right. A hundred percent. Right. And I could see every single opening in the NFL being filled by a person of color this year. Brian Flores is going to get another chance. Eric Bieniemy is going to get a lot of interviews. Byron Leftwich is going to get a lot of interviews. Oh, yeah. Byron Leftwich needs to be the coach of the Jags. Yeah, I agree. That's a perfect fit. Oh, yeah. Him with Lawrence? Yep. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I like that. Quarter From Jacksonville, played yep. on the team. Yeah. Quarterback, offensive guru. I mean, it'd be a perfect fit. I'm just saying we have to be careful with throwing out this narrative without any type, 
any type of evidence. Because it's easy to say that just because if you think hard about something like that, you can make it up in your mind. That's what it is. Sure. And I think a lot of people do that without doing the, the research. It didn't take you that long to find that information. Nope. So I figure all. out if you're going to throw that out, if that's running around in your head, hop on the Internet, find out some stuff. And you could isolate one of these two facts. You could say, well, the owner, Stephen Ross, gave $12 million to the Trump campaign, mm-hmm. and Trump supports blah, 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 whatever. Yeah, yeah. Pick your excuse. He does. You could, you could isolate that information and just say that. Yeah. And try to tie that to racism. Right. Or you could say, well, Stephen Ross has a nonprofit fighting racial injustice. Right. And leave out the other part. Yeah. And, so that, could, it, and that could fix it, another narrative. It can fit your narrative however you want to, but at least I'm with you, Van. Attach something to it. Don't just say that. Yeah. Don't use that hashtag and then just leave it out there. So are you waiting, though? Because, like, so let's say, hypothetically, the replacement, the rumor name is Jim Harbaugh. Right. Let's say the rumor name is not Byron Leftwich, because Josh McDaniel or Doug Peterson. It's any of those three guys. Okay. And then possibly Byron Leftwich. Cool. Okay. If you don't go with Byron Leftwich, can you then carry that conversation out? It depends on who gets the job. So let's say it's Doug Peterson. So Doug Peterson is the new head coach of the Miami Dolphins. Do you then, if you already have the idea and viewpoint that your football team that you are a fan of uh, maybe has a hidden racism? It, it, it looks. It, you have to look at the resumes. Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. There you go. Hard to argue that. There you go. Yeah. See what I'm saying? The other one's named Harbaugh. Well, like, Josh McDaniel's no slouch either. McDaniel's, exactly. Harbaugh, See, though, Peterson. When those, you can point to them and say, this is why. As long as you can do that, and it's not something out of left field, or they're like, let's hire Vic Fangio. What? <laughs> How? See what I'm saying? They're making a false equivalency. Yeah. The guy fired just so happens to be a person of color. That's that's what it is. That's, it can't, be, it can't I, be that narrative every single time. One of well, the X's in the equation. Yeah. That's like going to one of your comedy shows and like, you know, I went to, I went to Robert's show last weekend and there wasn't a single Polish comedian. <laughs> Robert hates the Polish. Well, if you come to my <laughs> comedy shows, I must hate black people too because there's barely any of that one. <laughs> The thing if if you do go with Brian Leftwich in Miami, Brian Leftwich is Brian Flores. Like he's the exact same thing. He hasn't done it yet. He's been a good coordinator. Yeah. You're, so if you're getting rid of him because he doesn't have, if you're getting rid of Flores because he doesn't have like championship yeah. uh, experience or he doesn't have like some of the things, you can't go with Brian Leftwich. He's the, the exact same, same guy. Yeah, with the same resume. There we go. Gonna be tough. Yeah. Gonna be tough. Also, like, have you guys been to Miami? That that would yeah. be legit hilarious if the Dolphins like pulled a Steinbrenner and Billy Martin, like fired him and then hired him right back immediately. <laughs> it's like you know we did a round of interviews. Yeah. And you know what? Actually, you're our guy. You want you want to come back? <laughs> you're the best fit. Uh, we were we were super wrong. Come on back. Go ahead and keep that severance we gave you. We'll just start all over. Where were you going, Fred? With have we been to Miami? Have you been to Miami? Yes. My, lovely. It's yes. lovely. It's inclusive is what Miami is. Oh, yeah. Miami don't care. It can't. Uh, no. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> it can't care. Like, Miami wants you. Like, Miami's like, uh, welcome to Miami. I famously was told to me as a youth. And whenever you get there. <laughs> Bienvenidos a Miami. Thank there you. There we go. But Miami's that hub. Yeah. My, it's international. It's yeah. people from every hemisphere. People, It's 
It's full of acceptance. Yes. Capital of South, South America. It, Miami is? I'll buy that. What? That's what they call it. You know, uh, yeah, okay. The that, that makes sense. Yep. I don't hate that. A lot of culture. CNC Music not Factory. South Beach. South Beach is not as inclusive. Come on, don't, don't say but that. Miami. Don't, but Miami, though. Mute his mic. <laughs> he was going to reference CNC. I'm tired of <laughs> CNC Music Factory uh, being referenced on this show. Uh, uh, Mailman, if you're listening, <laughs> we will continue to cut your mic if you bring them into this conversation. If, if you mention CNC Music Factory one more time, <laughs> yeah. it's going to make Robert sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. That was nice. <laughs> I think there are certain teams, there are certain cities where if you want to make that claim very quickly, easy to do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think this is the one. Yeah. I think I think you're looking at a shoe, but I don't know if it fits. Yeah. yeah. Very true. If you're talking like the the D two coach of North Dakota State or something, mm-hmm. we could have this conversation. Mm-hmm. You're talking about Miami. Nah, fam. No. No. Well, it's, he wouldn't have gotten in the first place. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's the perfect point. Rac- yeah. Racists don't give you a you chance. You don't get a chance. Yeah. <laughs> Never. Patriots at Bills. That is this Saturday night. That is the one for me. Games at 615 here locally. Uh, that third meeting we were talking about. And I, I just cannot buck the idea that New England is not going to make it to the Super Bowl. I just I think they will. I think this is the upset of the weekend. I think New England goes into Buffalo and says, not quite yet, young bloods. Mm-hmm. We're still here. Preseason, I picked the Bills to go to the championship game and lose to the to the Chiefs, and I'm still going with that. I think the Bills will beat the Patriots. Yeah. Josh Allen makes enough plays. Yeah. You know Bill Belichick's gonna have a better game plan. He's gonna have a better scheme. I think it's going to be also bet the friggin' under on this one. Oh, yeah. 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 Weather. It'll be like 17-14, yeah. 17-10, something like that. Weather's going to play a big part. Forecasting um, snow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Forecasting snow well, in the teens. Oh, that's going to change my pick. I was going to go with Buffalo. But New England, is their team is built for that snow, running the ball 60 times. They've already done it this year. They already did it once yeah. this year I'm, to the Bills. To the Bills. Three passes. In, in Buffalo. In Buffalo. I'm going to go with New England. I'm, I'm with you, Fred. I don't think Buffalo has what it takes to just take the division and take over that uh, leadership of the AFC East. From the texter, uh, please don't fail to mention that the GM for Miami, Chris Greer, is a person of color. So the G- the G- the GM is black. Come on, man. See, go look up stuff before you say anything. See? You see what happens, Larry? Told you. We just nailed it on the head. Classism with the Trump stuff and all of that. Come on. Stop it. Stop it. From the live chat, take the bills by three. Also, take Mac Jones for less than three pass attempts. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. uh, Sometimes the internet is funnier than us. We get back more NFL playoff breakdown and reaction to the weekend. Dave Busters presents Two Men On live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We are powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9, start our days at the YMCA of Central, Central New Mexico, spend our evenings at O'Neill's and our weekends at the Electric Playhouse. It's 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. From the texter, cut my mic, things that make you go, whom? <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
so I, I have a personal cell phone number. I give that out to my friends. Also, it's like the most easily accessible cell phone number in the entire city. Yeah. So if you're looking to get a hold of me, someone has it. You I just, feel like the whole city has it. And from my very good friend Johnny, he said, who's a big Dolphins fan, says, I was really bummed they fired him today, talking about Flores. I thought he was one of the good things going for my team. And that I do like that conversation. I do like that my team stuff. Because mm-hmm. you know. And by yeah. the way, you're on a high of the last nine weeks where you won eight, eight games. and Yeah. You know, he was one of the good ones. He was okay. <laughs> Don't put that in the coaches. 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 We always get the he's a player's coach. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's not big on X's and O's. <laughs> what does that mean? Culture of the locker room. Baby. There we go. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> what do you mean what's that mean? He's been coaching for over a decade. He doesn't know X's and O's. You know, no. first, that's offensive to him. First, no. He's first, like, what did you say about me? No. First thing he did when he got the locker room. Am I a and babysitter? He yeah. switched out all the soda lines for Fanta. And you're like, <laughs> This guy. Yeah. This guy. He knows what the, he knows what the player's like. <laughs> you guys like Surge? <laughs> <laughs> Lots of sugar, some water, y'all. You're yeah. going to love it. <sighs> I do feel for like. Because you've been in that position where you're like, oh, my team's on the come up. We're on the up and up. And then they get rid of your quarterback mm-hmm. or get rid of your head coach or yeah. don't sign, re-sign that wide receiver or whatever. You're like, oh, cool. We're just giving up. Yeah. We're just I, I was really high on the Dolphins a couple years ago until they, you know, hitched their wagon to Tua. You remember how much I, Vitaly, remember how much I praised the Dolphins? Like, yeah. With Ryan Fitzpatrick? The way their their roster was organized and like the young defensive players, but they then thought. remember mid midway through a couple of years ago through the rebuild, they ripped it to the ground again. It was yeah. weird. I was like, yeah. "What is going on here? You guys were on the cusp, and then you broke it back down." Um, the thing that I had a similar thing with the Jacksonville Jaguars just this past year. Oh yeah, because I thought you should have kept Gardner Minshew, and th- <laughs> that's not super good radio. Because like obviously, if there's a guy. Like, Lawrence, you have to take him. I totally get it. But I'm like, you could have had anyone. Forget it. You could have traded out, kept playing Gardner Minshew, and got two, maybe three guys, maybe two guys in the first round. And I was like, I was like literally heartbroken. I'm like, this is not how I would do it in Madden. I, I, was, I, going <laughs> a, I was going a whole complete different direction. I was agreeing with him before I heard what he had to say. Sure. I was thinking about the Jags coming off that AFC championship, the team that they had, and they just gutted that team. That's when they had Jalen Ramsey, and their defense was top-notch. And You can't not go all-in on a generational talent like Trevor Lawrence. You have to. He's, I, he's Andrew Luck. He's Peyton Manning. He's yep. John Elway. He's, well, a, he's a sure thing. You just got to build around him, and he's going to be great. Well, in that, in, If you're the GM of like Jacksonville or if you're the head coach or the ownership, if you don't, like you're a, forever. Like you're, you're going to be jeered forever. And especially in this one where it was like um, – Lawrence, Wilson, Lance, like right in a row. Yeah. But if I'm the Jaguars, hey, forget it. Trade me down. Trade me down to San Francisco. I'll take Kyle Pitts, who, by the way, was second in receiving yards for a tight end rookie ever this year. Yeah. Let me keep playing. Or Jamar Chase. Or, like, if you gave me something like that. Yeah. And I had still had Gardner Minshew, who, by the way, I think is the truth. That's what I would have. But, I mean, those little things break your heart, man. I, I haven't done I haven't looked at enough tape yet. <laughs> but I don't think there's like big game changing quarterbacks in next year's draft. No. I'm gonna say the guy from Pittsburgh. And, and that lets you know Cincinnati. You see how we say the guy? Yeah. <laughs> we don't know their names. Yeah. 
The kid, the guy from Old Miss. Old Miss. Corral. The guy from Liberty. He's good. The guy from Nevada. There's a couple guys. There's a couple guys, but nothing like Lawrence, nothing like right. Mac Jones, nothing yeah. like Justin Fields. Whoa, whoa. We don't know. What, what are we doing with Justin Fields here? I mean, put, give him an offen- <laughs> offensive line and a coach that knows how to use him. Watch Justin Fields blossom. I hope so. I hope he does. I'm pulling up the 2022 quarterback look or whatever. I think the Ole Miss kid is ranked number one. Didn't he get like hurt undisputed. in this ball game? Yeah, but not yeah, like but not like, like bad, bad. Yeah, yeah. Kenny Pickett from Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, yeah. He, I mean, he's got the measurables. Got a strong arm. Got, got a strong arm. He's got a really good fake slide. But to like to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, oh. to be fair, number one ranked quarterback, number twenty ranked overall. Sure. So Same. that Yo, that, that is, tells you everything. Yeah. 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 The old Miss kid, uh, Matt Coral, who I think I only watched play one time. I don't hate the Desmond Ritter kid. I like the Nevada kid. I don't hate the well, Liberty kid. <clears throat> well, if you think about it, okay, so we know who are the young quarterbacks coming out of the draft. What team is really looking for that young quarterback right now? It's hard to think about it because we have so many great young quarterbacks now. Well, I would say with like COVID-19 and injuries and the extra game of the season and every team that didn't make the playoffs – I would say they're all looking for that quarterback. If if you give me a guy like Carson Strong out of Nevada, who I really like, yeah. If you're like, if you're a team that needs a backup quarterback, Cleveland Browns. If you're a team that needs, no, they need a starting quarterback. Well, they do. Yeah. Indianapolis Colts. You know, if you're one of those yeah. teams that's okay. like, let me let's get someone in there. Well, see, the difference now is these teams are readily good teams instead of you have a quarterback going to Jacksonville and they have to build around them. They already have a ready-made team. It's going to be a lower pick, like you said, and they're going to be winners right out of the bat as long as they just don't mess it all the way up. Yeah, that's correct. Yep. Uh, multiple text messages on my personal phone saying it wasn't me giving your number to everybody. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Come on now. So <laughs> It's funny. You don't know who you're always hitting with the program. So one, that, of the, one of the reasons that your phone number's out there so much is I, I set up a grinder profile. Very smart. Oh, yeah, super yes. smart. Oh, I put oh your boy. personal number on. Yeah. Uh, yes. Get a lot of attention from that. Yeah. And it's weird because in the profile you were like PS5 for sale. So I get a lot of that too. I'm like, that's oh, you actually double dipped. Yeah. Very creative. I, 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 I smell some prank wars. I've never lost around. a prank war. I, well, we've never prank warred. Nah. Yeah. There's got to be a fundraiser in here. <laughs> yeah. We get, in some way, we have to be able to help Locker 505. With there that. we go. This will be good. This will be very good. <laughs> that I've been to. Locker 505 will be joining us this Thursday, live from O'Neill's in the Heights. We're going to be at the O'Neill's on Juan Tabot on Thursday, which we're going to have a lot of fun with. Uh, we'll be there 4 to 7. Obviously, Locker 505 will come out. I think we're going to have Rich Baca out from yeah. Bourbon & Boots talk about the viewing party we're going to do at Bourbon & Boots on Saturday. So that'll be a fun live on location little deal. I really like our on location shows. They yeah. laugh a lot. They go fast. They're fun. A lot of praise on the YMCA one we did last week. Oh yeah, I wasn't there, but I, I listened to it. Oh, it was great. Oh, that's kind. It was great. I love the uh, guests you guys had. The the Y told me after after we were live from the Y that they had like a couple dozen people reach out about like youth camps and summer camps and getting their kids enrolled and stuff and. And I'm telling you, it's the Y and I-9 sports. Like, as far as youth stuff goes, they do it as safely as anyone does it. And no offense to some of the other bigger names in town, they're for what they're for. The YMCA and I-9 sports, expose your kids to sports. Like, this this might come off as a little back patty. 
Yeah. But we don't do anything unless it helps somebody else. Oh, I agree. If we can't help in the community, if we can't help kids, we can't help animals, we can't bring attention to some problem. We were real worried about the mailman getting killed by a dog the other day. Yes. We talked about that at yeah. least. I left the show to go help <laughs> him out. Yeah, he's got to be more careful. Man. I've fought a dog before, and I will fight a dog again. I think with certain breeds, I could win a fight with a dog. With certain breeds, I would struggle. Well, yeah. Okay. What's the? What's the <laughs> That's not a hard take right there. What's the over-under on number of chihuahuas you think you can defeat? Oh, that's a great. Well, wait, wait. Okay. Are they American chihuahuas? No, they're or they're real chihuahuas. They're Borellis Hood Chihuahuas. Oh man. The real deal. I don't know if I can get that to double digits. Today's varsity is the varsity of dogs that you think you could take. Okay? All right. <laughs> nope. Okay. Let me change Somebody's it. gonna right. wait, wait, reword yep, that because yep, yeah, I did somebody's it wrong. gonna be cool. yeah. All right. Today's varsity All right. is the varsity of see, but now you're talking about numbers. Because if it's like a gaggle of chihuahuas, yeah. that's not the same. Just, I like the one. One v one. I like the one. The one on one. Yeah. All right. So today's varsity is the varsity of one v ones. There we go. Okay. 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 I like that. A dogs only or the whole animal? World? Uh, I described it as one v one. That's everything. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh, this is gonna be great. And I'm talking highest tier. Like if you come at me and you're like, "Hey, like, like, like something really soft," then no, that doesn't okay. count. Okay. Like I'm talking like koala or better yeah like somewhere in between john cena and gilbert godfrey are going to be your answers oh i'd beat the hell out of a koala i'm gonna tell you that right now they sleep too much (laughs) sloth oh i got you lazy ass australian koalas i swear to god they they got nine inch nails well i mean what are we doing here trent reznor stuff (laughs) just a rock reference Varsity of 1v1s at the end of the show. I know we got to grab a break. When we get back, Eagles and Buccaneers, we are going to break it down. This one, to me, is the most lopsided one, and I'll tell you why you should still watch, because my boy Gardner Minshew is going to get in in the second half, and he's going to lead the Eagles on the best comeback of all time, and poor Tom Brady's going to have his career ended to the forthcoming Gardner Minshew, the named face of all professional sports and athletics. More on that when we get back. Two men on 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Boys help boys. And you help us by giving us a five-star review wherever you check out the podcast. Five-star ratings and reviews, Apple, iTunes, wherever you download this show. Hey there, friends of the show. We need your reviews. And once we get a hundred of them, we're going to do a special one-off show where we read your reviews back to you. Positive, negative, constructive criticism, trolling, bring it. Everything is available to you, friend of the show. We're talking about the text line, 505-246-0610. Talking about the phone line, 505-246-0610. The phone line brought to you by Quan's Auto Care Hotline. Thank you to them for allowing us to have this for you. Also, the live stream is uh, just very popping today. Jump on the live stream if you're interested. We enjoy that. And then, I don't know, email your boys if you email. We don't really put that out there. Okay. Eagles at Buccaneers is the early game on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Cool? Yeah. This one, to me, cannot be won if Jalen Hurts is the quarterback. And you're like, Franny, he's a good athlete. He's a good I hear you. But if Tampa Bay knows that Jalen Hurts is the quarterback, Tampa Bay prepares for Jalen Hurts as the quarterback, Tampa Bay knows how to beat Philadelphia. If you're Philadelphia. And you put in the man, the myth. Well, let's, let's put a pin in this real quick. We'll talk about this more on Friday. The legend. But both of you guys are yeah. Patriots. You guys are both going for the Patriots. Right. Okay, that's your pick. Vital, yeah. 
Bills? Bills, me, yeah. Me, okay. Got a little We're more split experience 50-50. in the I just, season. I don't think we clarified that. Either. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Go, go on. I'm telling you, the only way Philadelphia can upset the greatest quarterback of all time and whatever team he decides to take with him to the Super Bowl, you have to play Gardner Minshew, and you have to do it in a way where Gardner Minshew knows that everyone in the country is watching him because he's the only game on because that's how Gardner Minshew's head works. Gardner Minshew loves attention as much as anyone you've ever met in the history of the planet, and he thrives off of that. And I know what that energy is like because that is me. Garner Minshew had one game this season where he started and played the whole game with the starting first-teamers, and he won the game. Correct. He almost won the first half against Dallas (laughs) last week with dudes off the street. The Eagles got throttled by the Cowboys, but because they had their second and third stringers in. All right, I'm not going to do this. I'm not, I'm not finna be talking about Gardner Minshew when we have TB12 on the same field. This is going to be a blowout, all right? But I do kind of agree with you guys. If Jalen Hurts is playing, that Buccaneers defense is going to hone in. They, Ready. And we all know Hurts runs the ball better than he throws it, so they have a better chance with Minshew. But, yeah, this is – no, Tampa Bay's – are you trying to say that Gardner Minshew's 20 for 25 performance for 242 yards and two touchdowns against the Jets is not a measuring stick against the Buccaneers? Nah. Oh, <laughs> no. I, no. I, can hear, I can hear that. Oh, no. why? <laughs> <laughs> Tampa Bay's going to roll this weekend. I think it's uh, it won't be a thing at all. But, hey, good for the Eagles for making it to the playoffs. Yeah. Right? That's, that's a big deal. I had no idea that they would even get close to the – playoffs earlier than the season it's supposed to be a rebuilding year yeah ravaged by covid bunch of bad injuries with key players learning curve for your sophomore quarterback like that's very impressive what they did i'm surprised that they're the uh, eagles two teams coming out of the nfc east in the playoffs this year well yeah i mean I mean, because well, everybody thought it's just going to be the Cowboys, everybody's rebuilding, or the teams well, aren't good. Well, everyone thought Seattle was going to be better and thought the West was going to get another spot. Well, I thought Washington would be better than what they were. Same. Well, that Fitzpatrick got hurt, Heineke came in. It was just their defense didn't um, live up to what it was last season. Yep. What I, I, before I go here and, and you guys move on with your next conversation, the number one run offense in the league is the Eagles against the number 26th run defense, the Buccaneers. That's in, that'll be an interesting matchup. They'll eat a lot of clock. They won't let Tom Brady get as many possessions, but every time Tom Brady has the ball, he's going to score against them. Yeah. The thing with the Eagles running backs, too, is who are they? <laughs> it's like seven of the same dudes. Yeah. <laughs> And when they go out on the field, like if you're broadcasting that, you look down and you're like, I, th- I think that's Miles Sanders, or <laughs> it might be that Gainwell kid. And everyone else, I think, has COVID right now. Is Jason Huntley going to play? I don't know. Does it matter? No. You know, Jason Huntley's from New Mexico State. I did know that. Yeah. Yeah. They got an Aggie on the squad. So, a New Mexico fan. There you go. You got a reason to root for the Eagles if you didn't know it already. Yeah. And that reason is Gardner Minshew. <laughs> so. I think the best game of the weekend will be Patriots-Bills. I think the most like intriguing game of the weekend is the next one, and that's 49ers and Cowboys, and that's based solely off history books. Yeah. See, we definitely need the hologram of John Madden for this game. Yeah. Pat Summerall, too. Just bring him back. First postseason meeting since 1994. 
Wow. Wow. For real? Was it that the NFC Championship game? Mm-hmm. And that is uh, the last time the 49ers won the Super Bowl. So that was the Steve Young, um, Jerry Rice. Dion. Yeah, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Wow. It's a, it's, and it, I think it should be the night. Like, I get that you're going to put the Chiefs in prime time. I get that. But your Cowboys fan is going to go crazy for this one. Cowboys fan has the higher seed. They probably have the better team. But I've been picking the 49ers all years to win. I picked them against the Rams this past weekend. Same. Like, they're a team that is going to, they're going to let you hang. But at the end, they're going to make the right plays to win the game. And the Cowboys, I don't know how well will fear against a team that does make the right decisions at the end of the game. Hey, they, they were playing against the Eagles' second and third stringers. They just hung up 51 points. But you're down 17 to nothing yesterday. The 49ers come back, and they're, they've been doing that all year, and now they're healthy. they got a very physical front line. They're, 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 to me, they're, they're a team that fights and scratches and claws, and I think they knock off the uh, Cowboys. I don't think the Cowboys wanted to see this team right off the bat. You think they knock off the Cowboys? Uh-oh. Yeah, I do. Where is the texter now? It's about to go crazy. 505-246-0610. Yeah, let's go. The way it's lining up, if you're a Cowboys fan, is you have a possibility to play San Francisco and win. Then you have a possibility to play the Los Angeles Rams and win. Then you have a possibility to play the Green Bay Packers and win. There's not a better tune-in-to-TV path to the Super Bowl. There's just not. And maybe it's Tampa Bay if it's not Green Bay. But you get what I'm saying. Look, Cowboys in the playoffs, regardless, is must-see TV. Yep. The biggest sports organization in the world. Love them or hate them. The People most hardcore fan base. I really don't think they wanted to see the 49ers to get this started. The Cowboys don't establish a run game. They're not going to win. Mm. Mm. Maybe. I got, I got the Cowboys winning because of their offensive playmakers. They're going to just have more big plays. They're just going to double-team Debo Samuel and either, better. either Garoppolo or Trey Lance, whoever ends up playing, is just going to have to chuck the ball up to Brandon Ayuk over and over again because Samuel's going to be double-teamed, and they're going to be playing from behind because Cowboys are going to score. Does Dan Quinn know how to stop the running game of the 49ers? Can they execute it, though? You, you know what this game is going to remind me of? When they played Denver, a great defensive team with a team that could run, Eat up the clock. I I, I don't know, man. But oh, I, I got to go Cowboys on this just because 49ers are good, but I don't think they're good enough to do what they do on the road in Dallas. I agree with that. Cowboys yeah. are at home. There's yeah. going to be 100,000 Cowboys fans. They don't let visitors in in the playoffs. There's going to be barely any red jerseys in that state. That's a good point. It's going to be an actual whoa, home whoa. field advantage. You think so? I don't know, man. 49ers, they they travel very well. Yeah, they travel well, but who is going to sell their ticket? Cowboys fan doesn't sell his ticket in the playoffs. Oh, good point. And also, like, no offense to, like, San Francisco 49ers fan, what are you going to do? You're going to be like, oh, I'm ready to party like it's 1994. Like, 49ers fan right now don't even know what winning is like. They know more than the Cowboys do. Touche. <laughs> it's like watching, like, like something on the History Channel. It's like <laughs> Fox is going to cut up like some John Madden calls. They, they are. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Yeah. It's the best possible thing. Thank you, NFL. I hate it. 
So who calls this game? Is this going to be a uh, well? This is an NFC game, so it's going to be Aikman and and Buck and Buck. So yeah. the best, the top, the A team, the best yeah. of all time. Yeah. And then they should no, because they'll be on ABC on Monday night too. So it looks to me all right. So I'm actually wrong. So Buck and Aikman will get Eagles and Buccaneers, and this is the weird game that's on Nickelodeon. So this will be yeah. Is this going to be the slime and all that? Yeah. yeah. I ain't watching that, man. <laughs> so get out of one. here with that. It's going to be Fox and Nickelodeon. Though, I was going right? to say, no, they no, no. got to have a regular one. CBS and Nickelodeon. So it'll, CBS and Nickelodeon. Yeah, so it'll be Tony Romo, Romo. Jim Nance. Yeah. Which is good. That's good. Right? No? No one? <laughs> I can't wait for uh, Dak Prescott to retire and get to be in the booth, too. Because you have to be a Cowboys quarterback to get on the mic these days. Yeah. Uh, no matter what, you get an ex-Cowboys quarterback. I don't, yeah. Dak will be horrible. <laughs> hey, I'm, the way this, His pressures are horrible, man. I cannot see him doing the whole game. Uh-uh. Grab a break. Whenever we get back, uh, Steelers are going to play the Chiefs and then the Cardinals and the Rams. We'll break those down. Also, we're going to talk about the national championship game tonight. I know Georgia and Alabama are excited. I think the rest of the country cares, but no one has mentioned it to me over the course of the last two weeks. David Busters presents Two Men On, live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. Play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA Central New Mexico, spend our evenings at our kneels, and our weekends at the Electric Playoffs. It's 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. From the texter, do not forget to congratulate Van on his football picks. You might want to listen to who he says will win, seeing as he won the entire Pick'em League this year. Hey, that's a plant text. You had someone yeah. send that to me. I did not. I did not do that whatsoever. I don't know, man. He was dancing before you even got that out. He yep. was just like, did, did you yeah. notice? What, you notice what Mikey was just playing? No, I missed it. Uh-uh, I missed it too. Let's run the jewels. Man. Oh, there we go. Are they knew R T J. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do your mama. Mike. Mike surprises me. He, he's pulling. He's pulling out some high quality Damn. stuff. I saw Run the Jewels. It's sister. Called t- call, it's called Call Ticketron. It's yeah. one of my that's what I was gonna say. Favorite tracks off was, that album. I was gonna say that was the name. Well, Fred, I, I can't. I, I hate that I have to remind you over and over again. Yeah. You did not see Run the Jewels. It's sister. I did. I that was in fact hieroglyphics. <laughs> Stop you it. You can't. No, just, come on, man. You can't just keep saying <laughs> "Run the Jewels" as you saw them over and over again. When they, any alternative hip hop group is "Run the it's Jewels" not to him, close. Yeah, Tommy's <laughs> sister. It was really good. It was a packed house. But you know it, that, it's hey, that, so believable though, because like, yeah, I can see him there. You see that yeah. Robert Sala got fired. <laughs> that was Brian Flores, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good though. Just. Uh, I don't know what kind of loser keeps wanting to push his retirement back a week, but that's what Ben Ben Roethlisberger is doing. So Ben Roethlisberger has to play football this weekend against the Chiefs, and this should be it, right, boys? This is finally Ben Roethlisberger. You get to go out to pasture. Ben, you put in your two weeks. Just leave. Just go already, guys. leave. I feel like he wants to make it as ugly as possible because we've given him a couple of opportunities to leave on the best – way possible mm-hmm. besides the Super Bowl. Now he's gonna it's gonna be like, all right, you should have left. <laughs> there should have been a tie in that Sunday night game because mm-hmm. this one's gonna hurt. Why did Derek Jeter play in that series in Tampa Bay after he hit the walk off at home in extra innings? Exactly. Why did you do that, Derek? Yeah. This is Ben Roethlisberger right now. Just like just just stop. And Jacksonville is the reason why Pittsburgh's in the playoffs. Yep. Well, Carson Wentz is the reason why Pittsburgh's in the playoffs. Carson Wentz and Coach Staley. 
Whew. We had the, the clown. That was rough. <laughs> rough. Come down to the circus today, y'all. <laughs> hey, step right up. The, I don't even know what a ticket costs in Jacksonville to get in. Can't be a lot. No, they give Not them to you. Can't be. They give them to you. How long have you lived in the county? <laughs> you get season tickets every year. <laughs> we'll start charging in about five years. They won't know how to handle it when a team gets good. That happened in Tampa Bay. Those seats now in Tampa Bay, hundreds and hundreds of dollars a piece. And forever, just give them away. Yeah. And, and like, a real Tampa Bay fan, real. I Like, one that stuck it out through, like, the BS, they can't get in. They got no money for that. No. You know, friend of the show, friend in real life, Eli. Yeah. Uh, a Tampa Bay fan. Yeah. Since forever. He, like, he was so frustrated how pathetic Tampa Bay was for so long that he quit watching football. Like the year before they get Brady and yeah, he like swore off the Tampa Bay Buccaneers football, swore off watching football and getting emotionally invested in it. And the next year they win the Super Bowl. Well, did he did he eat his words and then he did he come back to watch that? No, now he's not out of spite. Oh, gotta wait till Tom's gone, then you come back. Yeah, no, you gotta get the glory while you can, man. Steelers at Chiefs. That is the Sunday night game. It should be the last game for Ben Roethlisberger, and it should be handled easily at home by the Chiefs. And also, the Chiefs blew him out earlier this year, right? Like 40-10, mm. mm-hmm. 30 rip or something? Yeah, it's going to be worse now. It's not going to be good. The Chiefs are hot. The Chiefs starting to look like the Chiefs the second half of the year. This is like just the bonus round for Big Ben. Like, hey, one more game, buddy. You got one more game. <laughs> Like one, this is it. But then he's like, "Was it just two weeks ago the Chiefs beat him up so bad? Is that what it was?" Yeah, it was Ugh. like three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah figure it out, figure it out, boys. This is going to be the biggest blowout. <clears throat> I think the oh, e- I think by the, far, I think the Eagles can hang with the Bucks more than the Steelers can hang with the Chiefs. Agreed. The Steelers' only hope is for a couple freak turnovers and eating the clock with Najee. Najee Harris has to have 200 yards, 30 carries, for them to hang into, uh, hang in there. Who he has to turn into OJ Simpson? Basically, you know, you know, you know the Chiefs' defense. All they're gonna, yeah, you know, all the Chiefs' defense is gonna do is shove eight men in the box and yeah. like, all right, Ghost of Big Ben, can mm-hmm. you beat us? Cardinals and Rams is the Monday night game. We'll get that after the break. We'll do a little preview of the national championship game, which I think is kicking off in like five minutes. We'll do that as well. We'll laugh a lot. We'll wrap this thing up at 7 o'clock. We're two men on, 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. New year, same show. Overweight, finances and shambles, all that goes in the wash when you give us a five-star review. Need one more resolution to round out your year? Five-star ratings and reviews. Here's what we're doing, friends of the show. We want 100 reviews. Log into iTunes and review the show and leave any review that you want. And after 100 reviews, we'll do the show and review special. Is this running the jewels? Is that what this is? Oh, my gosh. It's something I'm a, else. I'm going to punch you straight in the face. By the sound of it, I don't know the band or the song. Runner Jewels, I Pretty think is sure. what it is. He said running the jewels. Is that not correct? <laughs> this sounds very much like... The jewels have been run just recently from the. Yeah, I don't recognize it. It's a song about a girl. Has to be. I can tell for sure. 
He broke his heart. She broke his heart. And he really sure. misses her, and he's thinking about it. I don't even need the lyric. Yeah. I can just tell by yeah. the music. Yeah. And I'm going to do something really, really, like, dramatic, like, get her back. I don't think it's that. I think it's something where a guy's driving to go pick up a girl. Oh, I like that. And he's getting in the mood because he's that happy to see her. And all the possibilities. Yeah, there we go. And yeah. he's doing, like, a little... Like testimony on face on like a video to himself. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like today's day one. Finally, yeah, we meet face to face. That yeah. type of thing. Dude. Damn, we just went down there. my whole like that. So what, that was that was ran the jewels. <laughs> so run upset. away from jewels. Run, run, run uh. away from jewels. I'm I'm into that. I don't know a ton of jewels in that, my life. That actually describes my love life right now. <laughs> it's, it's <not> <laughs> Samuel. <laughs> We're at Bourbon and Boots last night for the Raiders and who they played Chargers game, and like there's like a lull in the action. It's like halftime or whatever. I'm like Robert, like let me set up like a dating app for you, Robert. Let me like run like your dating app, and Robert's like, no, nah. Ah. I was like, I, was I can't like, tell you what I said after that because I don't want to incriminate anyone. Yeah, but I have a plan. What does that mean? It involves one of us in this room, and I'm not going to say we talked about it. Either you don't remember or Van's being quiet for a reason. So <laughs> I ain't saying peep. <laughs> Snitches get stitches, fool. I have a plan. And it does not involve a dating site. Okay. I've never been on one. It involves Van getting the kitchen pass. We go out and get loose. There you go. Yeah. See, I didn't want to say it. I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. I didn't want to say it. I literally know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. I know, because you were standing right there. <laughs> Inside Cause, baseball. Because Fred took advantage of it for four years. Of course he knows a game plan. <laughs> <laughs> what we need, so we need to set up the Patreon for, like, friends of the show yeah. for this back-of-the-house discussion. Because I feel like if we were able to do back-of-the-house radio, because mm, yeah. I think there's an interest in that. Oh, very much yeah. so. How do you guys plan out a show? How do you guys do like? Yeah, very much so. People would love that. Because, like, and I'll put it on the live stream right now. Like, none of this has happened today. None. Well, it stopped at, what, two or three? We knocked out. Two of them? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of fun. That's it. And by the way, if you're only listening, what Fred was doing was holding up our schedule blocking of the program up to computer screen. Because we block out the show. Yeah. It's like actual professional stuff made to look unprofessional. Yeah. And also, if you're only listening, please take time to check us out. Yeah. Online where you could where you could actually see us interact and all that other good stuff. Well, the big part of going for the live stream on social media was how many times we would go out. We were out at the Lady Lobos game this past weekend. Uh, we were getting like a little nice little recognition thing. It was like a center court thing. Vital, were you producing the game? Did you hear the roaring ovation for us? I heard clapping. Thank you. Anyways. That cost a lot. <laughs> We did not pay a lick for it, but, but that's I mean, the thing. for them not to boo us. Is yeah, what I meant. that's what you meant. Yeah, that's what it, that's what cost. We were, so we were talking. Well, I thought there were plants in the crowd. I thought they the- were going to just start. Where is Robert? That'd have been dope. Yeah, and I thought we were going to hear <laughs> "We want Buck D," <laughs> but then it would be it would be murmured and just "We want the D." Yeah. The, but the, yeah, that's why we started the simulcast was because we would go all these places, and the thing I heard most about anywhere we went would be, Van, you really don't look like you. <laughs> and people are like, what idea have you created of what Van looks like? Yeah. I'm not going to say this happens all the time. It's every time. Because it's happened literally once. They said, I thought you were the black guy. Ah! <laughs> 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 what? What? 
How long have you listened to this program? Uh, <laughs> I am aggressively Anglo-Saxon. Oh, man. Don't confuse my hip-hop knowledge with anything else in my life. Yeah, he's uh, I have a handlebar mustache. I'm vegetarian. I drive a Prius. You think you're a I am when pink. I first, I'm pink. I'm not even white. When I first white. saw him, I was like, Mark Rebillet. I thought I'd never meet him in my life. <laughs> if you guys don't know who that is, just Google him. And that's what I was thinking. Are you of. talking about Mark Rebier? Yeah, I call him Rebillet. Rebillet? I, it's, <laughs> us of color call him Rebillet. I do. <laughs> I do need to step up. My uh, to the street robe game. I need yeah. more silk robes like Mark. Yes. Don't judge a book by its cover. Well, that's the thing about Van's book. It's all bogus. Cause Van's like, oh, I'm like a, I'm like a hip hop head and a shoe head, and I'm a, I'm like all these things that are like culturally diverse. But then like you look at his actual actions and existence, and you're like, no, you're not. You're the guy who like puts a ton of effort into like asparagus. So you just Which call is also him, true. Yes. You just, you just <laughs> call him super cockazoid, basically. Just. <laughs> Look up that word. That's one I don't know. Hey, hey, I'm I'm bringing it all out yeah. today, you guys. <laughs> Make sure it's Urban Dictionary. Oh, you look that one up. Yeah. <laughs> you beat me to it by half a second. Today's Urban Dictionary word, by, yeah. sponsored by the library, yeah. is cockazoid. <laughs> Are we going to say anything about Not this national championship game? Yeah, we yeah. probably should. We should, yeah. We will after we break down this Cardinals-Rams game. Good. So uh, on Monday, Martin Luther King Day, RIP. Do people say RIP after Martin Luther King? No. I don't think they do. Like, no. they're, like they're unsure if he they passed They should. Away. Some people don't even say Martin Luther King anymore. It's hit the MLK. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, me neither. Is that the same guy from the, all the roads? Same dude. Yeah, he's. I think that was his thing. He was a big city planner. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like Rand McNally? That has the highest rate of violence. <laughs> you want violence, go to your local MLK Junior Boulevard. A lot of truth in that sentence. <laughs> I live super close to one. I, I ask for it. <laughs> Cardinals at Rams on Monday night. Uh, I don't think we've ever had a Monday night playoff game. Am no. I being an idiot? It's first one. First one? First, first one. one. Yep. I don't like it. It gives the team a disadvantage going into the next week. It's stupid. Whoever wins this game will lose in the next game because they don't have enough time to prepare. I didn't even think about it that I think way. it's unfair. I don't think one day makes a difference. We're getting the next day off regardless. A lot of ice baths. So the, a lot well, of icy hot. Going back to what Fred said, does this mean that they have a possibility of playing Saturday? Is that what you're saying? Or you just – because they might get an extra day if they play on Sunday. I'd have to look at the layout, but I would assume they play on Sunday. And the thing that's the thing, though, what if the Cardinals on the road win at L.A.? And I know the travel from L.A. to Phoenix is not much on a plane, right. but it, this could have been anyone. You know, since, oh, True. now you got to travel, now you True. got the day loss. Like, to me, I just I think everyone has to play in the same days. And, by the way, you got three games on Sunday. Why couldn't we just put three games on Saturday? Yeah, like Philly, for example. Philly goes all the way across the country to L.A. to play in this game. Yeah, it could have been. Upset L.A. and got to go all the way across the country to to play X. Get in late. Yeah, it's, it'd be a whole whole production, whole deal. I do not like the Rams. The Rams are not a four seed. The Rams got padded padded their schedule a little bit. It's not They're not for me. I didn't. They weren't for me this past weekend. I don't think I picked them to win a game all season. I don't trust them. I trust their one wide receiver. The one wide receiver is as good as anyone I've ever seen play. The rest of them. Oh, you're not talking about Odell. No. <laughs> Just making sure. Whenever Odell starts using both of his hands, watch out, NFL. That's a good point. I'm with yeah. you on that. It's like he's the, the ball goes like right to him, and he catches it with one hand. He's chasing. I was like, it's so much easier to use both hands, Odell. He's chasing the highlights so bad. You yeah. can tell. 
when the NFL has changed the rules on equipment since he made that one three-finger catch, where it's like every guy now has a glove that will let you catch it with two fingers. Mm-hmm. Like, they're made, they're made out of future. Right. Splitting their series this year, the Cardinals and the Rams both losing at home to each other. I'm going to go ahead and say it's going to be a repeat of that as the Phoenix Cardinals of Arizona will go to L.A. where the L- where I think uh, McShay just can't do it. McVay just can't do it. I don't think he's got enough. What's the word? When you bounce back from being a loser, because after they lost that Super Bowl, I just feel like he's a loser. Give me the Jeez. Cardinals on the road. Jeez. That's a little rough. That is. I, did, I can't buy into him. Also, a, I hate the Rams. He's a good coach, and he's very successful. Mm. You just hate their new I, jerseys. I was going to say, yeah. It's he does, the jersey. Well, he jersey doesn't like the sucks. city name in front of it. No, I don't like that at all. <laughs> With the jersey. I don't like that the NFL even lets them exist. There we go. I'm actually a believer in the Rams. They've had a whole year to gel. They've had a few games where you're like, who is this team? They got Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald on a defensive side of the ball. That's a huge advantage. If the Cardinals came in full strength, like who knows, maybe, maybe, but I got the Rams at home. So wait a minute. So the Cardinals won't be full strength? They won't have Hopkins? They won't have who they need to have? They're, they're getting J.J. Watt back, but. I, I, don't, I don't care about him. He's not a good Watt anymore. No, no, he's the other Watt now. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to go with the Cardinals on this one just because of the way that they they've been playing and i just like the what they did in dallas because i i didn't have them to me that was the game that let me know if they were gonna if they were the real team that they were showing at the beginning of the season where they just started out and everybody's like put them in the super bowl uh give me the cardinals in a close one because they are divisional rivals i'll be rooting for the cardinals like i would like to see them make some waves in the playoffs and you know my folks live in arizona and they're de facto cardinal fans now yeah let's let's grab a break right now we're going to fix some technical diffs and then when we get back we'll give a little bit of a breakdown of the national championship game tonight and we'll wrap this bad boy up i'm very excited about that we're two men on 95.9 fm and am 610 the sports animal once again i am asking for your five-star reviews five-star ratings and reviews apple itunes wherever you download your podcast hey friends of the show we're looking for reviews Leave us what you like. Leave us what you hate. Heck, leave your favorite song lyrics. Whenever we get 100 of them, we will do the show in review, where we break down every review of the show, and we give your opinion. Back on the program, National Championship is about to kick off, and we'll pay it its just due. I don't, for a fact, for one even single second, that Georgia is favored at two and a half. What is this dumb stuff? What? They are? Yeah. Georgia's two and a half point favorites. It opened up at three and a half. Went uh, down to two and a half. I mean, it's too late to bet now as the kickoff yeah. is gone, but uh, dumb. I don't like that at all. Dumb. Bryce Young protects the ball. From the texture, Van Hugs Goats. Not sure what that means, but I want to put that <laughs> on a shirt. I've literally hugged goats. Before. With the visual. <laughs> I don't. The petting zoo thing. <laughs> I don't think I'm like a recidivist, but um, I have a rich history of hugging goats. Georgia favored by two and a half. Over under is 52. It's a rematch of the SEC championship game just however many weeks ago. That Hey, that stuff kind of flies, though, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Both teams got here um, as easy as any two teams could get here. 
I just don't for a second believe anyone ever beats Nick Saban ever, no matter what. Do you think there's some pressure on Bama just because they're always winning no. and they win it? No, they're Alabama. No. No. They've been they're used before. to it. Yeah. All the pressure is squarely on Georgia. The dogs. If you kind of give like that weightlifting you know, um, simile, where like Alabama's used to lifting really heavy weight all the time. It's not hard for them. They no, just do it all the time. I mean, they're here every year. All the year. The the bright lights don't get to you when you're in the bright lights every year. Correct. <laughs> also, it's not like Bill Goldberg is coming out of retirement to play middle linebacker for the Georgia Bulldogs. I don't think he will help him anyway. Okay, I think you're wrong. No. No. I think Herschel Walker, like. There we go. Now. Now, there, there we go. Herschel Walker now. With all of his political views. <laughs> <laughs> he, says, he says, I'll just, I'll box you, Nick Saban. <laughs> And I love that, like, this is the last year that uh, Alabama-Georgia-Clemson isn't the number one recruiting class because Texas A&M paid 30, count them, $30 million Good. to all these recruits. Still won't help them. And Texas A&M, oh, they're going to be strong. And Texas A&M, like, paid just all of the money for their recruits this year. And then Coach Saban and Coach Smart put out a statement. Like, joint? Today. Was it, it was joint? Like, it was like, hey. I think we need to regulate this, this, this these name, image, likeness rules because uh, we're going to have a big disparity. You're, uh, you're really it's messing like, up my slavery here. <laughs> no. No. Oh, whoa. Georgia just scored, it looks like. So yep. Georgia, if you had fumble recovery for a touchdown a on your props, score. it's really difficult to beat a really good team. It's really difficult to beat a really good team twice. Georgia wasn't able to do it the first time. They're definitely not going to be able to do it the second time. Good for them for getting out early and exciting the fan base at home. We were doing a radio show, so I wasn't paying attention to what just happened on the TV. Fumble recovery. Fumble. But what I do know is, is I said Bryce Young doesn't turn the ball over. You he immediately it. turns the ball over. First possession. Important to note that in the, first, in the first meeting between these two squads, was it 17? Is that what the, the difference was? Yeah. And could have been greater. Well, I don't think this is a touchdown. That's actually. the incomplete pass. It's going to all end up. Van is still correct. No matter what happens, it ends up going in the favor of Alabama, no matter what it is. And that's how this game will end. It'll end with Alabama out on top. It'll end with Nick Saban lifting the trophy. And all these guys that you've never really heard of from Georgia, they're going to end up going to play in the NFL and doing really well. Because that's what both these teams are. We're looking at 22 guys on the field, You're right. and we'll see 20 of them in the NFL. Yep. And I don't know who they are yet, but I will. Joining us on the Quans Auto Care Hotline, friend of the show, Max. Max, welcome to the program. All right. Hey, Max. Hey, welcome. How are you doing? I think Georgia's going to do – they're due to win. Uh, jump Alabama – Uh, uh, doing to Alabama because you know what they're due. They're due. You think it's just their time to go ahead and finally slay the beast? Just time to charm. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yep. Max, are you happy about this matchup, or who would you rather no, see I'm in the national happy championship? Because Saban, he could never do anything in the NFL. But what I'm saying, Georgia's due. All right. I also picked Georgia. Yeah. Even though it looks like that fumble touchdown 
fumble return review. for a touchdown is going to come what back. I'm saying, they set it up in college where they win it Alabama. But you know what, Georgia? They're due. Well, there you have it for Max. He's got Georgia on the call. Which, for me, it might not necessarily – thank you for the call, Max. Really appreciate that. Good friend of the show, Max. Been here for a long time. The thing to me about Nick Saban in Alabama is you can talk about – was it 0506? Is that right, when he was with the Dolphins? 0506? Yeah. Um, he's not an NFL coach. He's 170 or 180 and 20 in the college game. Yeah. I know my numbers are always close. I, I'm, we don't really get that on the texture anymore. We used to all the time. But – He's, he's he's unarguably the best college quarterback or college head football coach to ever do it. I, yeah, I don't like when people bring up Nick Saban in Miami. For what? For why? That's, that's two different entities. Like, sure. leave that alone. Let's look at him for what he what he's doing, what he's been doing in college, and just being off. And everyone who thinks, you know, not, not calling out Max specifically because, like, he's that – Nick Saban is due argument I could hear. People have been saying Nick Saban is due for many years, and tonight is not going to be the night that he stops being Nick Saban. Well, I don't think it's going to. It's a team from the SEC. That's what my thing is. It's going to be an outside uh, conference team. Whoa. Oh, the SEC. That they they know who the daddy is. They know who it is. Yeah, they know who Thanos is. Like, I don't see anyone from the SEC knocking them off. Well, and college football knows too. Like, college football loves that this is the matchup right now, I guess. It's the biggest marquee matchup. Yeah, especially this year. Yeah. Well, well I mean, who else would they rather see as not, far as, like, interest and ratings? Like, you want to see Notre Dame? Cincinnati. You want to see Notre Dame <laughs> get beat by 40? You want to see Cincinnati get beat by 40? These only two te- the only two teams left yeah. that can hang with each other. It's it'll end up being the best finish that you could possibly have to the college football season, but it's going to be the most predictable finish you could have to the college football season. Yeah, which is kind of in the story of college football. That's it, what it is. I the reason Nick Saban didn't have any success in the NFL is because he didn't know the rules. He like he got in. He's like, hey, you know who I like? I like me that Peyton Manning guy. Go get me that Peyton Manning kid. <laughs> He's like, uh, what are you uh, talking about, sir? He plays on another team. He's, he's like, does, hey, does his mama his mama need a car? <laughs> like, how to, how are we gonna how are we gonna get him over here to Miami? He's a millionaire already. It's like he, uh, <laughs> he signed a contract with another contract. team. Yeah, he plays on another team, coach. You can't just get him. What about his brother? He got a young brother. <laughs> we signed we signed his brother. Surely he'll come, right? Going to stop there. You know how he is. Hey, I'm Nick Saban. I want I want both of them. Hey, <laughs> give me both of them. You're right low now. key joking, but this time next year he's gonna be able to go. I did. I got Archie, didn't I? Took a while. <laughs> I got him. <laughs> It's the thing. That's the thing about college football. And the and you were talking about that Texas Tech thing. That's an that's a story today, because mm-hmm. like you're not the number one recruiting class. A and M, A and M, A and M. It doesn't matter with them though. They, but it's just gonna it's just gonna set a new bar. <laughs> yeah, it is every year. Yeah, and I'm it, telling you the differences though, like because their big recruiting tool in Alabama was they sit down in your living room with you, you and uh and mom and grandma, and they say, hey, we're gonna make you rich as a pro. We can't do it right now. We don't have any money for you right now, but we're gonna put you. We're gonna set your kid up because he's special yeah. for the most success in the next level. But now, like Texas A and M can come in and go. Listen, we got oil money. We'll make you rich right now. Hey, and how do you argue with that? Can't. Texas is gonna do great, man. Texas and Texas A and M. Now that they they can actually spend money instead of having to do it in the dark behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah. 
and you know how I feel about Texas. I think it's maybe the best brand in college football. Not the best product, best brand. Yeah. The it, Longhorns and the Burnt Orange. Yep. It's yeah. very strong. Yeah, and if if a national championship ever leaves Texas again, I'll be surprised. Because that's where the money is. That's where the love for college football is. That's where every athlete should go. I don't care what state you're from. You're the best anything in any state. Yeah. When when you see a Dallas area code call, answer. Get it. Two answer one. Austin. How long, how long does it take for like some billionaire to be like, I want to make my alma mater into Alabama? What a Jeff Bre- uh, Jeff Bezos is like. All right, Princeton, here's fifty million dollars a year. Get every good recruit. Make it happen. Princeton's going to be the powerhouse in three years. Make it happen. Transfer portal. Princeton's going to be the powerhouse oh. tomorrow. 50, oh wow. Fifty million is nothing to Jeff Bezos. Nothing. It sounds silly to say that out loud. But fifty million a year to buy all the best players in college football—that's nothing. And then you rebrand the national championship, the Amazon Championship, or whatever. Uh, uh-huh. you know, okay, now you're double dipping. Yep, get all that money right back. I—I'm not going to say I'm not hyped for the night's game. I like competition. I like a winner. It just, in the famed words of Full House, whatever happened to predictability? What did mm. Vegas see it again as? Three and a half, and, Three and the, a half. two and a half. Two, and, yeah, I'm sorry, two and a half. And then the over-under is 52. Ah. I just want it to be a good game. It will be. I hope so. It will be. They'll stay close. 52 and a half. It's just all big plays and game plan from the coach. Who's got the best game plan? Who's got the best tricks up their sleeve? Because their rosters stack up, like, almost exactly. Like, their talent level is the exact same. The thing, though, about Georgia being there and their talent level is you can be like the most talented comedian in the world, mm-hmm. but you have to perform at the Apollo Theater. At the big stage. And that's different than performing yeah. at the open mic. There we go. Because yep. right now we're at the Apollo Theater. Yeah. Big stage. And playing in Indianapolis, like you would think Georgia fan would come up. But Alabama fan, they've been coming up for years. They're going everywhere. They already they already had plans to go. They got they have the national championship <laughs> in the preseason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're there. You're there every year. It's like yeah. we're just gonna buy tickets now. It's literally bookmarked for them. Mm-hmm. They're like they're like okay oh okay it's that time of year again. We gotta make sure we get our national championship tickets. Who are we gonna allow to come dance with us? I'm into it as a form of entertainment. I'm not into it for suspense because I don't think there will be any. Alabama, take the over. Take the points. It's too late now. The game's already started. No, me and Max got Georgia. He could bet the second half. What are you thinking, Robert? I got Alabama. Yeah, same. Double digits. Me and Mikey split again, huh? NFL coaching whenever we get back, and then we'll wrap it up with today's varsity. And today's var- The I-9 varsity today is the varsity of uh, 1v1s, who you could take 1v1, okay? Dave Busters presents Two Men On Live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pino Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA, finish our days at O'Neill's, and spend our weekends at the Electric Playhouse. It's 95.9 FM, AM 610, the Sports Team. Welcome back, Duke City. You are listening to Dave and Busters presents Two Men On. We are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the Y. We spend our nights at O'Neill's and our weekends at Electric Playhouse. Keep your eyes out, friends of the show. Keep your eyes out, baseball and wiffle ball enthusiasts. 
as the boys will be bringing you a little wiffle ball league at Electric Playhouse. You like wiffle ball? Do you like super crazy digital fun games? Boy, do we have the night for you. Why didn't you say beer? You could have already said beer. I was saving the best for last, Fred. I got to get my HGH game up for this. And beer. <laughs> trying to bury bonds and stuff. You're not already? Nah. You haven't been juicing? I've been slacking. <laughs> what's the uh, what's the Mark McGuire excuse drug? What was it? And- oh, my God. Androstein Dion? Yeah. <laughs> I like that he's, like, got a pile of needles on the carpet, and then, like, he's just got a bottle of Andro in his locker. Like, okay. That's, that's what it is. That's what did it. Yeah. Right. It's on the commercials, it says, may double the size of your face. If you're lucky. Other side effects include yeah. face doubling. Leakage. What? what? Oh, man. All right. Here's some unbreaking news to breaking news. Okay. John Gruden resigned with the Raiders. Okay, that's one. Resigned? Eh. Word I'm going to use. Okay. Okay. All right. Urban Meyer was fired by the Jaguars. 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 And here's today. Vic Fangio out with the Broncos. It's not his fault. It's the worst quarterback situation in the NFL. It's bad. Yes. It's bad. Yeah, agreed. I don't think it's the worst team. I don't think he's the worst coach. He'll get another opportunity. He'll get another gig. Definitely. He'll get a a defensive coordinator. A defensive coordinator. Yeah. Mike Zimmer is out with the Vikings. The amount of surprise I have for that is very little. They lost games they were supposed to win and weirdly won a couple they were supposed to lose. Mike Zimmer is not going to be there in Minnesota. Matt Nagy is not going to be there with the Bears. That was broke last week. And then the big upset today, Brian Flores. And by upset, I just mean kind of a surprise. So I think the conversation right now is on Zimmer and Fangio. Where do you guys want to go first? I don't think Zimmer can be that upset for that long. On the field reasons, he had a lot to overcome. He inherited a very good lineup and underperformed, but he dealt with injuries the past couple years. He made a lot of money, and he gets to go home to his supermodel girlfriend. I forgot about this. He is not going to lose any sleep over this whatsoever. Oh, he's going to lose sleep. He's going (laughs) to. Just for not that reason. Yep. To use. They were under 500 this year. I think they were under 500 last year. In that division with teams like the Bears, in that division with teams like the Lions. Yeah. I mean, there's four wins right there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking here over the last two seasons, 15 and 18. Just not there. Not, not gonna, good enough. Not going to cut it. So he out. Okay. Do I know who's going to go there next? I don't. That's the best opening, I think, of these teams that got rid of coaches. Here's where I think, yeah, so the one's gone so far. Yeah. Now, if the Giants get rid of Judge and if Seattle gets rid of, uh, oh, what's old boy's name? Pete Carroll. Carroll. Yeah. I think those are both pretty inviting. But right now, I think you're correct. It's, yeah, yeah. Minnesota's the one right now. This is a playoff team. They got a, their quarterback is above average. They got a great running back. The problem with them is, I think where Zimmer failed them was their defense. Sure, their defense used to be the team. Even, like even just a few years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's where he lost it. Kirk Cousins was not the answer. I think he's the reason. Thanks. All this, the the fallout and signing that contract, Zimmer knew it. He talked about it through veils, you know, cryptically over the summer. 
Hard to argue that. I think the Vegas Raiders is a great gig. I think Jacksonville, you know, you got all world sunshine. That's a good gig. Like, I wouldn't want to, besides being in New York, I wouldn't want to inherit the mess that is the Giants. I think Not at all. I don't think Vegas makes a change. I think they just promote. That's. I think that's the most likely scenario. Yeah. Uh, I don't but know. If, I don't know. You're in Vegas. You want a big name hire. Well, who's that name? Like, because I mean, the boys are there. The enemy on Coach Rich. Like, the enemy would be a great hire. I don't think he'll go to someone in a division. Harbaugh. That's the only thing. Harbaugh. There's the name. Harbaugh would look really good in Hair silver ball. and black. We I, still have Al Davis Jr., so you never know. No, you don't. You never know. And also, like, are they willing to roll the dice like the Los Angeles Rams did and go with a guy that you might not know but maybe a younger talent that can become, like, real exciting real quick? Look at the success of Sean McVay. Yeah. Look at the success of Cliff Kingsbury. Look at the success of our boy Matt LaFleur. Mm. Like, brilliant, foot, young, brilliant football minds. Zach who, Thomas. I mean, that's – yeah, Zach Thomas. Yeah. These guys who like eat, breathe, sleep football, who are forward thinkers, that's the that's the gig. That's the hire. And you look at the uh, playoff and who's in the playoffs this year, uh, only two teams have defensive minded coaches. So that's you know, everything is going offense yep. in the NFL. The Raiders are not afraid to do what hasn't been done though. Mm-hmm. Like if they if they could bring in like a name, and it had to be someone that is like the city, right? It would have to be. Hey, there's only one name. That's the city. Who's that? Urban Meyer. Oh, oh gross! <laughs> oh my God! Could you imagine the trouble he would have got into oh, this year if he's oh. in Vegas? Nah, he's done. I, I think you know a lot of people will say you get so many chances in the NFL. His is done. His is done. That was exceptionally awful. Gruden's going to be a coach in NFL before Urban Meyer true there is some all right hear me out i'm not trying to be that guy there are some names right now that aren't coordinators but they're like assistants to coordinators so let's go back to that mike tomlin conversation real quick how he came up as like a linebackers coach with tampa bay got an opportunity with pittsburgh if it was like that sophia lewin who who's the assistant offensive coordinator for buffalo Mm -hmm. like could the raiders be the first team that grab like a lady because that seems to me like that would be fitting. Would there, could the Raiders be that team that is able to get, like, someone up there of that capacity? If, and I don't know who that name is. If nah, you right. get the two best coordinators around here, I think it's a genius move. And it's something that Al Davis 100% would have done. Yeah. Hired the first Hispanic coach, the first yeah. black coach. Like, yeah. Why not the first woman, too? Just Ooh, get the that's, trifecta. It's a good take. Lori Locust would be one. She's down there in Tampa Bay. She's kind of a face of a lot of stuff they do there. But I I don't know. I don't know enough to say. But I'm just saying I wouldn't be surprised if it's like, hey, we got an opportunity to do something a little different here. And, like, no offense to the coaching job that's gone on in Las Vegas right now because it's – I mean, it's gotten to the playoffs. But, like, it's kind of showing you don't necessarily have to have the biggest name at the top. You don't necessarily right. have to have the biggest influence. Mm-hmm. Also, I mean, that would be a quite a bit of distraction. Well, if you think about it, uh, like you said, Van – the Raiders have been groundbreaking in a lot of things, and we, we're also forgetting about the LGBTQ. Sure. Like, mm-hmm. they are groundbreaking on all facets of everything, so I could definitely see that. And maybe it's just a coordinator position or something, because, like, 
How crazy – I'm going to use that Sophia Lewin because she's the only one I really know. I don't know yeah. anyone else yeah. who with the Bills. And right now she's an offensive assistant coach. Maybe offensive coordinator? Maybe you got an opportunity? Maybe you're doing something? I, I don't know if I know, but I know if there's a team that would, I That's think it's one. this one. That's the one. I would like to coach in Chicago if I'm in – obviously if I am have an opportunity to be an NFL coach, I'm going to take whatever job I can get. I think the Bears have a good history, and whenever the team is well, it's the support you need, and you can get players to go there. There's a lot of advantages to ending up in Chicago. Also, it's because we know Aaron Rodgers is leaving sometime. He's not going to be there forever. Right. And that's going to open up the division. Look at Brady. Yep. Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he's younger. Technology's better. He's taken less licks early in his right. career. Mm-hmm. He could go if he wanted to. He could probably go longer than Brady. Yeah, I can see that definitely. I feel that no team signs a head coach until after the Buccaneers are out of the playoffs or win the Super Bowl, and Byron Leftwich announces which team he's going to head coach for. Mm. Yeah, I, that's going to push the needle. Leftwich and B enemy, and they're both offensive coordinators for playoff teams right now. Yeah. I'm assuming that that's most teams' first choices is one of those two guys. I got something for you guys. If Kansas City wins the Super Bowl, uh, the enemy's the next Kansas City Chiefs head coach. Oh, just like that? I think Reed's he's going to leave. He's done. He's out. Yep. And I think that's what the enemy's kind of waiting for. He's been given all type of You're making a good point. He's he's been looking – College teams have been looking at him. USC, I'm I'm for sure NFL has been knocking at his door, but I think that's what the handover is. The precedent is there in Missouri. The St. Louis Rams did that when Dick Vermeil and Mike Martz. Yeah. Because Mike Martz was feeling offers for a minute. Mm-hmm. And he was Holding like, off. Yeah, he was like, I'm going to keep being the offensive coordinator here. By the way, now it's my team. Andy Reid doesn't look it, but he's only 63. Are we adding COVID years to this or COVID years? COVID years, you got to add some more. On there. <laughs> but like Pete Carroll, yeah. You tell me Pete yeah. Carroll's seventy, I'm gonna call you a liar straight to your face. But but I I can really see Andy Reid after if they win the Super Bowl, he just rides off into the sunset. Hey, I've done my done my due. I could see Flores in uh, Vegas. Ooh, yeah, that'd be a good get. That's yeah. a great a good bit. Get. But I mean, the Andy Reid. Uh, and Bienemy thing is just like the uh, Belichick and McDaniel thing, right? Yeah. Like, how many years is Josh McDaniel supposed to take over for Bill Belichick? Right. Well, right. but he tried to leave too. So if you remember, he yeah, did, yeah, he did stuff with the Rams. He's, he's just failed everywhere else. He went to Bron- He went to the Broncos. Yeah, Broncos. coach for just one year. He's like, yeah, let me get back under this umbrella. Like, this ain't good. <laughs> this, ain't, this ain't good. Well, yeah. and that's one of those things where you go to take the test, but you know you didn't you didn't do the study guy strong enough because mm-hmm. you. You know how to be a coordinator. You know how to do that stuff. But whenever you end up as the head coach and they're like, hey, uh, let's talk about bus schedules. Yeah. You're like, oh, I actually what? never learned bus sorry, schedules. What? what is that? I don't know. Well, I probably just John Elway's teeth and gums probably freaked <laughs> him out and he had to get out of town. <laughs> That's what you believe in. Yeah. I have all the respect in the world for John Elway, but I can't look at him for eight yeah. hours a day. There's yeah. no way. His gum to teeth ratio is there's, way off. There's no way. With like a helmet and a, a mouthpiece in, like – all, all day. All People day. are wearing masks now, man. I believe it'll be fine. I don't even think he wore a mouthpiece, and I'm thinking about it. <laughs> you know the ratio is off with your gums and teeth when you cannot fit a mouthpiece in your oh, mouth. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> and it was it was the 80s. They weren't making, like, custom mouthpieces. No, just They're boil just, it and put it in your mouth. <laughs> just one size fit all back then. 
A lot of Elway hate on the program. <laughs> they melted two mouthpieces together. <laughs> Today's I-9 Varsity is the Varsity of 1v1s. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. Want to feel like you're part of the show? Leave a five-star rating and a review. The reviews go a long way to help us in the dumb analytic overlord algorithm that has us all under the thumb of their control. Here's what we're doing, friends of the show. We want 100 reviews. It helps the show grow, and it helps us hit a larger audience. After we receive 100 reviews, we'll read them all on air on our review special. What time is it? Three times we ran the jewels tonight. This is how cool this is. Nope. Nope. You've used every variation of run. (laughs) Ran, running, runt. Except for the two that they use. I know. Actual run the jewels and jewel runner. Jewel run. Yeah, he's he doesn't use. He didn't use jewel runners. What is that last one? <laughs> a jewel is a unit of measurement in physics. Like temperature, ah. right? Mm-hmm. How hot like a tamale is or something. I haven't heard that in a while, man. From the texter. The texture's just nice. Don't even worry about it. It's just nice. People say nice things. Can we not hear that? Come on. Hear what? Just give us some nice. No, I just we know. It's I'll fun. give you the link. You can read us. Connect with I9 Sports League Office 280 at i9sports.com or 505-312-4999. Connect with I9 Sports. They service Albuquerque, Rio Rancho, and Edgewood. I'm telling you, the absolute best for starting your kid off Mm -hmm. or that special young person in your life with the fundamentals of sports. Reach out to Jamie and Roger over there. They are unique. They are special. They are nice, and they are fun. All right, today's I9 Varsity is the I9 Varsity of 1v1s, okay? This started off because I said I could beat up a dog, and you said it depended on what brand of dog, mm-hmm. style of dog, breed of dog. I don't know what word to use. You think breed? Breed sounds safe. Breed. Yeah. All right. Should I go first or should I go second? Kick it off. Kick off, baby. All right, I will go first. So I'm going to say a horse. I believe that a horse is easily 1v1'd because I know for a fact uh, people ride them all the time, and that makes them super subservient and soft. So I'm going to go with horses, I believe, would lose in a 1v1. Okay. Okay, what about a wild horse, though? Trained horses are one thing. You think you could take a horse out in the field that's never been trained before? So uh, you use the word train, but I believe the word is actually broke, and that's how soft horses are because they can be easily broke. Of course they're broke. They're horses. They can't have jobs for it. That's what I'm saying. And also they, they could have a job as a John Elway impersonator. <laughs> so I'm going to go. You beat me to it. <laughs> Well done, sir. Got you. I'm going to go with horses can easily, because historically, have been beaten 1v1 by humans already. Okay. I'm next? Please. Go uh, ahead. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it in the horse family. Smart. I'm going to go Eeyore. Yeah. Hey, guys. You could beat up Eeyore? I beat his. <laughs> <laughs> he is a donkey. Okay. So that one makes yeah. sense. Yes. And also, Eeyore's got it coming. Definitely. Yeah. Eeyore, I'm not letting in my house. Like, if I'm if I'm just, just not happy. all of the energy out. And that's why it will be fun. Just beat the living. I'm not an Eeyore guy either. Daylights out of him. I, I went a little bit a different route on my I-9 varsity today. So Van always finds a reason to say the word Tigger, so get ready. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, say it slowly. Tigger. 
Take oh, okay. okay. Soft R. Soft R. Yeah. My 1v1 are two other people, and I'm just the officiator. Okay. So I want to go John Elway versus a mouthpiece. Oh, okay. <laughs> To see him struggle to get the right size mouthpiece. Very good one. Yeah. That's my first 1v1. I'm going to go with Camels. So, historically, Camels, well, they, they just get rode pretty regularly already. I have zero fear or intimidation from Camel. As far as the set, like the seven continents and domesticated animal, animals, they were one of the first to just give up against man. So, I'm going to go with Camels. Mm. Have you been close to a Camel? Heck no. Get one. Get close to a camel and you'll rethink this. They're giant. I've ridden a camel. <laughs> no, no, sir. So you've actually already beat you've already won. That, that's my argument right there. I, I I didn't say how long I rode it before I got bucked off of it. Why would it, they buck? Yeah. Is that how you got your nickname? No. Should have. I, um you got your D bucked off that camel? Is that where it came from? <laughs> Straight off the hump. Yeah. There's in there's <laughs> was it a one one hump or two hump? It was hump a one camel? humper. One humper? One humper. Entire Those cultures, are slippery. Entire cultures of people mm-hmm. that function off only like sticks and stones <laughs> for thousands of years were able to domesticate the camel. The camel's soft. That's it. Uh, my next one is, so this originated from dogs. Right, because you said you could beat up Cujo. No. I'm going to, uh, Scooby-Doo. Yeah, I'd, he's. I've I'd, never I'd seen. Beat, him. I'd beat him down. I don't think so. Is this? I. He runs away. He's not going to fight in the first place. He's never been bested. I. W- I would beat up Scooby Doo. I'm noticing a theme. Same. Do you? You have a hatred for like stoner ass cartoon yeah. animals. Hanna Barbera just did, yeah. did you wrong as a youth. Pretty much. Okay. Why do you hate all these Pretty stoner much. cartoon animals? Pretty much. Next on my i nine varsity of one v ones. I'm going to go John Elway versus a normal-sized toothbrush. Okay, that's good. I want to see who's going to come out victorious on that one. I'm leaning one way, and I would definitely bet one way. But the normal-sized toothbrush I don't think can hang with John Elway. I got a question about yours. Is it soft, medium, or hard? I I was just assuming it was a medium. I I feel like John Elway is the guy who just buys whatever's cheapest. You think? Yeah, he don't care. I see him do it with quarterbacks, so I feel like why (laughs) why not toothbrushes? Right. All right, hear me out on this one. It's going to sound like a stretch, okay? Reindeer. So reindeer, to me, are not just soft. They're insanely soft because children can ride on reindeer. I've seen it at petting zoos. Can they? Yes. Agreed. Reindeers, are, their antlers are soft. They're so soft. They have why, fuzzy antlers. Why, why do I have a story for all of your animals? <laughs> <laughs> I've been to the real North Pole, believe it or not. Yeah, I don't. I, I've done I've done comedy up in Fairbanks, Alaska. Okay, a weird. little a little north of Fairbanks is North Pole, and I went to see reindeer, and I was like, I bet they're mean. <laughs> no, no, they want to eat out of your hands. So mm-hmm. I'm with you on this one. Yeah, they're insanely soft. Yeah, and their antlers are soft because yeah. they have the little svelte stuff on it. Could not be busted yeah. by a reindeer. They're they're nice to most people, but all you had to do was like put on a like a clown nose or like a red nose. Yeah, and they would have bullied the hell out of you. Oh, I, oh, I, 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 yeah. they used to just traditionally they did bully do that. the hell out of yeah. Rudolph. Oh wow, they're so nice to everyone else except for Rudolph. Yeah, that's it. That's an interesting take because I didn't nose. <laughs> <laughs> 
Eric Strauss, everyone, from the peanut gallery. <laughs> Popped his head into the studio and yelled, go Steelers. Just for, inside baseball for a friend of the show, there's a light outside the studio door that says we are on air. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he knows. Yes. Yeah, he knows when we're on. Complete disregard. Van, do you have another? Yeah, um, next on my I-9 varsity of 1v1s, I'm going to go John Elway versus a normal-sized cup of mouthwash. Okay. <laughs> How much does he really need for those gums? Like, a yeah. lot, right? I like that. You'd have to get, like, a custom. A barrel. Like, Sam's Club size, maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is Sam's Club size going to be enough? When he's sitting down in church and he's drinking the blood of Christ, they're like, sir, that's, he's like, it, I need seconds. That is everyone's. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Good show today. Obviously, my number one was ostriches. Mm. Obviously, number one. I have a my story one. about one of those. What's going on? My number one was going to be John L.A. versus Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, man. So, That's very, very good. Mine was Squidward. Oh, hey. nice. Well, he's hey. not a stoner. Hey. I, I, missed your, I missed your theme here. It's cartoons. Oh, just cartoons. Okay. <laughs> Robert, thank you for coming out. You got any shows or anything this week? Um, I have something coming up, but I don't have the information. So next time you hear from me, I will give that out. Nice. Love that. Van, any final words before we go? Oh, my goodness. Too much for the time allotted, my friend. Okay, I'm into that. Good job, everyone, GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.